Apocalypse, Mr. Banner. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Welcome back, forever people. Today we're going to be diving into our podcast namesake and reading The Fourth World. By that I mean uh, uh, Captain Victory and the Galactic Rangers. Uh, this is Darkseid's Couch, and I'm Mike. Hey, this is James. I'm Shay. Nothing could be more confusing than that uh, intro for someone who is not deeply steeped in the Kirby lore at this point. I was confusing for me, and I... I what? The Kirbyverse. Yeah. The Kirby verse, mm -hmm. yeah, Shay. This is a this is a, an unofficial sequel to Jack Kirby's Fourth World slash New Gods, which is an unofficial sequel to Thor. Yep. And actually, you could also argue, uh, or I don't even think it's really an argument. I think it's kind of a general fact that the Eternals was also a sequel to uh, the new the New Gods Fourth World. Yeah, so this an is an inspiration for Star Wars. Yeah. Oh boy, I got issues with that. Yeah, I, I have some notes about that as we get down the line. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time I've complained about it, and it probably won't be the last. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it's it's a confusing, baffling way to start a show, and that's just the way I like it. I want to off-put people immediately. Yeah. I want I want a hardcore diamond base of people listening. Yeah, very based, very yeah. diamond based. Uh, Captain Victory and the Galactic Rangers is not Captain America or Captain nope. Power or Captain nope. N or Captain nope. Planet or that nope. other Captain America or Captain Simeon. Captain, do we do a cap? Is there a Captain Simeon? Yeah, there is. Have we done that? No, I don't know if there's a comic. There's a cartoon. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's many, many captains. Those are just the captains that we've actually talked about. Captain Kirk. Yeah. Oh, we have. No, we haven't seen. Yes, we have seen yeah, Captain we, Kirk. We've done totally. one Star Trek. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that. Seven well, we did ago. Tech World. Oh yeah, Tech we World. He wasn't a captain there. He was a like a detective. It w that wasn't him at all. That was a completely unrelated guy. Had nothing to do with uh, William Shatner. That was William nothing. That, that was Captain Kirk in the holodeck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could squeeze that into continuity, into Star Trek continuity. Uh, so this came up on the wheel last last episode miraculously. And yeah, and apparently there are some there are some wheel truthers out there who who think that we're rigging the wheel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not true. I at least I'm not at the very least. No, I, there's not. I don't, have, I don't have control. In the last episode, uh, if you look at the YouTube version, I actually put up the, the Detective Comics episode. Uh, you'll actually see that I put up the video of the wheel spinning, which still could have been faked, granted. But no, no, no. The last two episodes, we've uh, specifically called out something, and then it came up on the wheel. Yeah, because it's so alive. You, you're not, God you're not, is real. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's far more likely than the wheel truthers who think we're rigging it. They want the wheel truth. Yeah, right. It's like an American election. Yes. <laughs> when are we going to stop that steal, by the way? Uh, it's coming. Like, we're getting close to the next steal. Like, we're going to get backlogged on steals at this <laughs> right. point. He's just going to run it back. Got to sort this out. God he's damn had a it. break. <laughs> he's eating uh, more McDonald's. <laughs> How is, he, how is Trump almost 80 years old and all he eats is McDonald's? Has he said he was running for president yet? Yes. He did a, sort of, right? But it was also kind of like a rambling work. I think originally he thought he he thought his candidates were going to do so well in the midterms that he was going to make a big show of it immediately after the midterms. And then they did so poorly that he kind of just whimpered out the gate. I thought it was like 50-50. No, like it, it was pretty it was bad. Pretty split. No, it was pretty bad. They called it the Red Ripple instead of the Red Wave. Uh, so Captain Victory and the Galactic Rangers showed up last week, or last episode, 
and I, I wished for it really, really you hard. You willed it into existence, and this is something that I found out about a while ago. I put it on the wheel. I'm a big Kirby guy, a big Jack Kirby fan, and this was in a period of time where he was mostly doing uh, commercial work and animation. He was working on that kind of stuff, and uh, wasn't really working with comics because, surprise, they don't pay you too well. Yeah, there's no money in comics. Is that no. still true? I think it's still pretty true because you still have uh, artists who they can't get their work done in time because they're doing too much work because it's the only way to pay the bills. It seems like there's no money in anything anymore. There, I don't think I don't know that there ever really was. Right? I don't think there was ever really much money. Like who, in, in who's doing making anything. money now? Yeah. Doing what? Yeah, I mean, it, insider it's, trading seems well, to be pretty profitable. Comic book podcasting, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's we're making most, so much money. lucrative profession. Uh, yeah, so he went uh, over to uh, the, the, the commercial world, but this new company, Pacific Comics, that's what the PC in PC Comics is, okay. uh, they were like, well, you know, we'll give you complete creative control, we'll let you do whatever you want, you can write it, you can ed edit it, you can do whatever you want, and uh, you'll retain ownership of the characters, so Jack Kirby came back, uh, wrote 13 issues, plus a special, and I just read them all last week. I knew you were gonna. I read the entire thing. I wanted to know what the hell was going on, and I don't regret it. I didn't because I figured like the whole point was to read the wheel books. Right. You know, yeah, you're supposed to pick the. You're supposed, Look, to, you're supposed to be like without context. Normally, for the I reader. normally I don't. Normally, if if it's issue you know eight fifteen of, of fucking Captain America, I'm just gonna read it. So you cheated, is what you're saying? I cheated a little bit. You I wanted to know. You're scamming. Well, in yeah, fairness, wow. in someone fairness, stopped the steel, the the dark yeah, side couch steel. steel. Yep. Uh, no, I wanted to make sure that I picked uh, an, an issue that really represented what the hell attracted me to this, and there were only a couple that that actually did that because uh, for the first uh, ten issues of the thirteen issues of this, it's not really alluded to. It seems to be its own uh, property, an original property that has nothing to do with anything else, and then there's a haymaker in the last three issues of the story. On uh, I was reading Tom Brevoort's 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 blog, the former Marvel editor, Tom Brevoort, and uh, he speculated that Kirby intentionally waited until this, uh, this is actually the 12th issue, but intentionally waited until the 11th issue of the book to start making explicit references to the new gods, his previous property over to DC that he did not own, because by that point people would have kind of stopped paying attention anyway, and it seems that that was true. It's like this is his fifth attempt to get this story out. Or yeah. alternately, you can just say that it's it's a bunch of interlocking stories that were published look, over to right? publishers. So there was uh, the Thor stuff in Marvel, all right, that's yeah. one. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Fourth World stuff right. from DC. Mm -hmm. And then there was, was it the Eternals next or the Inhumans next? Uh, I think Inhumans was earlier. All right, so I, Inhumans I and then Eternals and then now this. And then now this. But in fairness, you can read them all as interrelated because they weren't yeah they're different publishers and different titles and it's not explicit that they're connected until you really start reading between the lines there but it's not that he kept redoing the same concept necessarily except for maybe the eternals and the inhumans which really are basically the same thing it's the same goddamn thing but other than that you well the argument would be that uh so kirby essentially brought on ragnarok in 1966 with thor issues 126 and 127 uh and then the the Thor just continued as if nothing had happened, but it happened. And at the end, if you read the ends of those Thor issues, uh, we see sort of a flash forward of like the next world. And it looks a hell of a lot like what the new gods were going to look like 15 years later.
Mm-hmm. Or actually, like five years later. Five years. Five years later. So then, I don't Kirby, know. I'm just... you're, you're right. You were right. 1966. Like, oh, yeah, I know. He was, yeah, he, he, he put up with Marvel for a couple more years, then went over to DC, put up with them for a couple years. Uh, went over to DC, created the Fourth World or the New Gods in the early 70s. Uh, that ended after a few years. He did go back in the 80s and wrap that story up, but it didn't wrap up what happened to Darkseid or the other characters, and we'll kind of see a little bit of that here. You could, so, uh, I tell you, here's a little challenge that you could do, James, for the listeners, is you like could create a Kirbyverse reading order. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Like, you don't want to do that. Yeah, well, I'm not saying, not I didn't say. say I don't want to do it. The look of, of joy on honestly, his face right now. I bet probably someone, no one's done that. Oh, I bet someone has. Let's uh, look that up. Kirby, look up someone created the Kirbyverse well, well, reading order. The thing is, the Kirbyverse is actually something else. Like, it's it's an actual term that was used for, I think, some stuff he was doing in the 80s. Well, so how would it's, we it's, word this? Uh, Kirby Space Saga Reading Order. That's so vague. I think you're going to have to do it yourself. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Well, going to have hmm. to do it yourself, dude. Yeah, I have to get at yeah. that. I don't have to get at that. Well, so the new gods were birthed out of the Thor world. And actually, if you look at the early, there's a fight scene in an early issue of uh, one of the fourth world books. And there's a silhouette character that looks a hell of a lot like Thor in the background fighting and dying. Yeah. So that was. So he killed Thor? Well, all of the the Thor characters died. I love Thor. Yeah, Thor is cool. Thor is one of my favorite Marvel characters. Well, Kirby's thinking was he would kill Thor and everybody in Thor or just about everybody in Ragnarok in Thor and then have a whole new line of characters. But he knew Marvel was never going to let him do it. So he just snuck it over at DC. I love mm. all the toxic hyper male characters. They're problematic. There are a lot of problematic them. dudes. I, I, of, look, I look up to them. They're my a heroes. Of, a lot of very blonde Norse looking male characters too. Uh, in, all in all my books. all my superheroes got to be Conan like. They all have you to do just like do Conan. whatever they want. Get laid without trying. Yeah, yeah. They they own the world. Big They're muscles. Handsome men. Uh so a couple years go by, Kirby goes over to Pacific Comics and starts publishing this Captain Victory in the Galactic Ranger story, which I'm going to admit it's not the best concept or the most original concept and his his health was failing a little bit at the time. He was also splitting his time between this and I think the commercial stuff at the time. So he didn't put he didn't have the time, I don't think, or the health to put 100% into this. And I I, I would just do what made me money. I mean he well that's the difference between you and Jack King yeah. Kirby. He just I does don't. what he does what he thinks is best. I for say the that, industry. but I have a ton of hobbies that don't make me any money. <laughs> Dark Side's couch. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's doing okay. Are you not getting the checks that are coming to you? No. I pretty I'm pretty sure I sent you your cut. I don't believe you. I'll check. I'll check the logs. You know that's a funny joke, but I don't. I would. I trust you 100. percent I would feel awful if I you was would never betray me. In I any, would never like like not not even just in that mm-hmm. capacity, but in like any capacity. Well, I just don't want to have to live with it. I don't see you doing it. I don't want to. I, I can't betray people because it's not because I'm a sterling example of morality. It's because I just don't want to have to live with shame. Yeah. There's enough shame already and you accumulate that and it weighs you down. I always thought about that. What would we do if we ever made money? Like, do I even want it? I think you want the money. I want like, the money. I don't know. I'd like, I maybe we should just make a fund that just goes back into the show. Well, yeah, that's it, kind of what uh, most Patreons are and things like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, we. it would be nice to pay the bills to make the show. Because I already have a job. Yeah, I have a job, too. I have, like, so seven like, jobs. 
It's like whatever. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here. What am I? What am I doing here? Talking about Captain Victory. Also, because like I don't, I don't give money to any of the creators I enjoy, so I'd be a hypocrite to take it Whoa. myself. Well, then you could take that money and then redistribute no. it to the creators that you enjoy. No. Jesus Christ! No. Jesus Christ! Everything on the internet is free. No, that's not true. Yes, it is. Nope. Nope. Why is that on the internet then? I pay for a couple Patreons. Can I have Mike's cut? You can have my cut, Shay. You can have it. I pay for Patreons as well. How about you guys? Uh, How about you guys take my cut and split it? Yeah, yeah, that might have to be the the way it goes. Well, still, that money has to go back into the show first, and then I hire an editor because I'm sick of doing that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That editor would hate working with me. Yeah, well, he's, he, I'm not going to let him talk to you. You, you, you two with zero communication. You're not even okay. going to know their name. Uh, so this is Captain Victory, issue 12, 1983, a book called Growing Up with the Lost Ranger, part two of three of Captain Victory's origin story, written by Jack King Kirby, art by Jack Kirby and Mike Thibodeau. I love how hard this is going to be to follow because it's issue 12, but yeah. it's origin part two. This is tough. Of three. Of three mm-hmm, with a mm-hmm. character that's uh, a continuation right. of previous characters from different books from the last right. 20 years. And th- and the re- and I, I realize that, but I picked this issue because this is, I think, the most explicit one where Kirby uh, shows his connection to the new gods, mm-hmm. which he famously didn't get to. I mean, he did go back to DC and finish it, but it really wasn't the way he went. You know? So this, this kind of carries on the story. It's also implied that the, uh, the Eternals are, are also the continuation of the new gods and that the Celestials are the old gods that are basically watching and judging the new new gods, which are the Eternals. So, so com- that's so that's so complicated. I am, incredibly I am complicated. so incredibly like, like the main character here I, looks I like one of the Eternals. Like yeah. I understand, but barely right now. So okay, so so the first uh, ten issues or so of Captain Victory features this dude, this blonde uh, spacefaring guy, Captain Victory. Yeah, and he's, he looks he's like a- the main dude from the Eternals. He does look like the main dude from the Eternals. He looks suspiciously like Orion from the New Gods. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got, got all... a very wide face. He's yeah. got all of his, like, Orion's gizmos and shit. Looks like Thor. And actually, in the previous issue, so uh, we mentioned this uh, before in the 200th episode, but uh, Orion actually, he's a handsome-looking guy, but he is using the mother box to disguise his face because he actually looks more like Calabac, Darkseid's son, because... Darkseid is his actual father. Calabac is his actual brother. So Orion actually has a more feral face, and uh, the mother box keeps him looking handsome, but when he gets a little angry, it starts to come out, the eyebrow furrows and everything like that. And so in the previous issue, in issue 11, when Captain Victory starts telling his story, his face starts getting all feral and monkey-like. So, like, uh, who are the mothers? The mothers of uh, Darkseid? Darkseid's like girlfriends who's given him all these chicks. Like, he's given yeah. him all these kids. Well, it's just like Zeus. Like, who, who are all the, all the the mothers of Zeus's children? Well, he turned it, women who like to fuck geese. Yeah, and cows and stuff. And cows and stuff. Now you're Zeus. You're already like the king of the gods. Right. Why do you Why do you need to turn into anything else? For fun. You're You're already the most desirable thing you can For be. For fun, dog. <laughs> he wanted the challenge. He wanted to show oh. his seductive powers are so strong, even in goose form. You get so bored being the god of dick. gods. Yeah, I need. To, can I, He's can like I make this, this bitch work? is gonna fuck me even if I got a cork dick. That's so how fucking suave my ass is. If if a woman fucks Zeus as a goose, 
is the child have goose or have Zeus? No, Zeus or goose? It's a goose Zeus. <laughs> my, my new mythology uh, game show, Zeus or Goose. Mm-hmm. Uh, that so, was my favorite uh, Squirrel Nut Zipper song, though. Yeah, those guys were Zeus, great. Zeus Goose Riot. Oh, I love those Zoot Suits. No, the Zoot Suit Riot? Wasn't that the Cherry Poppin' Daddies? That was the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Oh, it was. The Squirrel Nut Zippers were put a lid That's on a it. That's a super gross band name. I, I think I read that they, uh, they didn't expect to ever get popular. So they were just like, who cares? And they called themselves the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. There are a lot oh. of bands like that. Oh, gross, dude. Several, several bands with the word fuck in their name. Uh, oh, yeah, that... Fucked Up is an awesome band. I love Fucked, fucked up, up. is a good band. Yeah, Fucked Part, Up uh, rips. Contribute to my gym playlist on several occasions. I think yeah, they're coming to great. town soon. Let's go. Go see Pink Eyes? Yeah. The uh, guy yeah. that, uh, the, the singer has a good Damon podcast. Damon Alburn. Yeah, turned out yeah. a punk. No, yeah, the Fucked good... Up. Fucked Up's going to be in town. Yeah, he's well, he's the guy. He is the main. He's the 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 singer of Fucked Up. Oh, I didn't know his name was Pink Eye. Pink Eyes. Yeah. Well, that's his nickname. His name is Damon Alburns. I, I get that sometimes when I let chicks could sit on wrong. my face. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a little bit off. Then there's that band that their name is just three exclamation points. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? What is that pronounced as? It's pronounced as any excited sound three times. So, <gasps> or <gasps> or <gasps> like a. <laughs> that's how it's pronounced that's uh, it it's the band that's the band so it's, it's three it's, tim allen grunts yeah tim allen was cloned <laughs> it's just three tim allens in a band and that, that that actually ties into captain victory as well because in the first issue of captain victory captain victory dies and they make a big deal about it but then it turns out that he's got x amount of clones so he's, he's got, willing to die he's got 50 clones he gets like 50 clones and you you so he's willing to die all the time but he's running low on clones because he keeps running into fire and getting himself killed in order to uh accomplish his mission they put him into a new body and he's starting to run out of bodies why doesn't he do, want this make more I don't know. You only get so, so many. So his consciousness is, his is still continuing? No. Yeah. Even if his body isn't? <laughs> no. They, they this... tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like vacation days. You only get so many. You know what I'm saying? They're gone. That's yeah. the big philosophical question they're having in X-Men right now, because whenever they get killed, they get resurrected, but they, mm-hmm. they're asking themselves, like, wait a minute, is this just a copy, and we just keep getting killed, and we're new people? Well, I mean, consciousness is an abstract concept, so... That shit ain't real, bro. Sort of, yeah, it's not real. There's just no electrical signals in your meat sack. Nope, everyone else is just NPCs. Yeah, you guys specifically. Yeah, yep, yep you guys specifically, I agree. So, <laughs> so, in the 11th issue, Captain Victory finally decides to tell everybody in his crew his horrific origin story, which bears a striking similarity to Scott Free, Mr. Miracle's origin story from the New Gods. It's like a combination of Scott Free and Orion. Yeah, yeah, and and there's good reason for that, as we're going to find out as we get into this story, which I guess we should do. Mm-hmm. All right. We've seen an ad for something called Silver Heels, which I'm going to throw mm-hmm. on the list. Silver Heels. From, yeah, Pacific Comics didn't publish a lot. They weren't around all that long. At first, they were only publishing one book, this, every other month, so they had one book every two months. Um, and they didn't really amp up the production too much. So. I'm curious. Well, but I believe this Silver Heels, uh, the writer on this, Bruce Jones, is actually the writer of our backup story that we're going to see today. Oh, you mean that horrific backup story? There's... Sure, I can't wait to get to that lighthearted <laughs> material. <laughs> a good romp. Yep. Good uh, lord. <laughs> 
Really? That one bothered you so much. Wow. I was on okay. a Twitch chat earlier while I was reading this book, and I was just like sending quotes to people from the <laughs> the, the backup story. I'm like, listen to this rapey shit. Jesus Christ. It's, it's pretty good. We're gonna we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. So we open up with the story uh, with Captain Victory, and he is on the planet Helicost, yeah, which I believe is Helicost. Hell, that's what I think of when I, uh, you want to buy a Five Guys burger. And I would say be more concerned about the caloric count of the Five Guys burger than the price. The price is fine. I don't have mm. one by me, so it doesn't matter. The price is fine. The we price used is to not fine at Five Guys. I can't, I can't agree with you on that one. Remember when we recorded at James's house and we would get Five Guys mm-hmm. we yeah. together? Remember that? that was yeah, great. it was great. We did it. Did we get five? Yeah, we did get Five Guys once. Yeah. Oh, we great. did it a few times. That's probably the last time I had Five Guys. It's not a regular yeah, thing. Same. Yeah, same. It's it's, it's la- that was the last time. It's a special treat. Uh, so on the planet Helicost, which I think is H-E-L-L-I-K-O-S-T? Planet not Apocalypse. Not Apocalypse. Well, they address planet that in Holocaust. a Planet Holocaust. Really... Planet Holocaust, yes. Uh, oh, we should go to Planet Holocaust for dinner today after this. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, $9 burgers. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the real Holocaust. Uh, so he is being uh, led to his death, Captain Victory is, because he did something virtuous. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that on this planet. Wait, so like, what do they consider virtuous, though? Um, I think any time that you uh, don't look out for number one first. Any time you let anybody have any sort of mercy. All right, so he lives in America. Um, he was actually, so Captain Victory, as we found in the first uh, chapter of this, he actually was a bit of a savant for uh warfare he had a lot of good warring ideas and so he was being promoted and people were uh, he, he had a bright future in the holocaust army but it turns out that he was having moral and ethical issues with this so he made friends with a computer he made friends with a computer named turai and uh they decided to uh work together on a little scheme to get back at the Holocaust people and eventually get off of the planet holocaust everyone uh who uh, during lockdown can relate to that yeah, or or uh, me in high school with my twenty eight eight modem. That was my giant best friend. Right, <laughs> my computer is for sure my best friend. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's brought me so much joy. It asks so little. Hey James. Yeah. A bacon cheeseburger at Five Guys is twelve dollars and fifty nine cents now. That's and too much money. Pl- plus, you get as many peanuts as you want. <laughs> I can get like a medium pizza at the really good pizza parlor by my house for 12 bucks i mean dude it's in, it wasn't 1250 a couple years ago no it's just it's inflation everything's more expensive i go to that's Chipotle. crazy though it's not that good it's not that good it's good it's not 12 dollars good um i mean everything's 12 dollars. you can't get like a good it's size true. meal for for less than 12 dollars now it feels like everything is 70 dollars Whenever, it does feel like everything is seventy dollars. Yeah. Yes. Whenever I see affordable food, I think there's something wrong. There's something wrong with this. This isn't good. There's something in there that I don't want. Some dude, icky. the pizza place by me is Phil's Pizza, and it's affordable, mm-hmm. and it's the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Oh, he's gonna be out of out of business in a week. It's so good. It's like a mm-hmm. Chicago institution. Apparently, they've been around forever. Oh, I've never heard of it. That's because you're a nor- you're North Side scum. Northsider. Yeah, yeah. Let me Hipster tell you about trash. Some, let me tell you about some hot spaces in Evanston you can check out. There's a place called Space in Evanston. Yes, there is. I saw the Crash Test Dummies there once. <laughs> the Crash Test Dummies, one of our favorite bands on the show. Because mm-hmm. they wrote a song about Superman, so that makes you uh, uh, connected to the show. Uh, the lead singer from the Crash Test Dummies taught pro wrestler Chris Jericho how to play guitar. 
Wow. Chris Jericho is my favorite guitarist. Yeah. So good on him. So these Holocaust troops, they bring, uh, they bring Captain Victory, who's not called Captain Victory yet. I don't even know if he has a name. Yeah, they, he's just they, flat face. Yeah, you, he can, tell, flat you face. can tell uh, Jack Kirby is in charge 100% of this book because this is the Kirbyest room. Yes. So they go inside <laughs> of the giant machine. And he, there's a lot of double-page splashes. And he spends a lot of time just filling rooms up with insane machinery that only Kirby can do. Yeah, right? There's no one to stop him. It's this giant, uh, what, about a 100-foot-tall building uh, that is the computer, you right? Uh, and it's, this is Turai, his best friend, his computer, and they bring him in, I guess, to say goodbye, I guess. I, I don't know. Or, or at this point, I think maybe they believe that the computer Turai is still on the side of Holocaust. I can imagine like not. Jack Kirby like, drawing Thor comics and Stanley's just trying to rip the pencil from his hand. Yeah, just hurry it up. Hurry it up, true believer. We don't have time for all these splash pages and all this background shit and all these goo gods and doodads that we don't know what they do. He's like, if you're going to draw all that shit, make sure to write my name in, in there as if I had something to do with it. <laughs> hide, hide my name in there. Yeah. I mean, it, it is true that when Kirby writes his own stuff completely unhindered, it's a little, the, the dialogue's a little clunky. It's a little mm -hmm. confusing. It feels like he doesn't care if you follow along or not sometimes. Yeah. And it's like me just, telling a joke. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Either you're along for the ride or not. You know, follow along or, or fuck off. Uh, so that's kind of what he does. And it's, you know, you could certainly make a case that that's a negative, but he's just got so much imagination. He's just got so much fire going on that he just can't slow down and make it make sense. Follow us on YouTube or fuck off. Yeah, follow or fuck off. Uh, we're, doing, we're doing great on YouTube. YouTube is blowing up. It's going great guns. You want to get in on the ground floor of that. That's right. So they, uh, they go into this computer and... Uh, Captain Victory tells the computer, well, I'm ready. Let's go ahead and do that secret plan that we were working on. And uh, the computer just starts uh, shooting down guards while Captain Victory starts helping take them out. Mm -hmm. You then, think uh, Captain Victory was having sex with the computer? I mean, it's got enough ports. Like, look at this building. Look, look so, at this. like, if you're watching, like, porn on your computer and, like, you're mm -hmm. masturbating, is that like having a sexual relationship with your computer? Um, yes. Well, do you have to, does the other party need to be sentient for you to have a relationship? Is with them? your computer sentient is the question. It's got a little brain. It's got a little brain. Well, it, by that, you know, metric carrots are sentient too. You know, it's fucked up though. I, I built my computer, so it's my baby. Yeah, it's your child. It's my child and I'm using it as a beat off machine. I'm a monster. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much how all dads are. That's pretty I deserve much typical. To be, I, I deserve to be executed in the Holocaust. Typical fatherly behavior. Like I made this thing, and I'm just going to make sure that it's just shamed for its midnight entire existence. philosopher behavior. <laughs> we brought up the midnight philosopher before we started recording. I don't know that anybody remembers that character from about a hundred episodes ago, but go, go find the midnight philosopher. He was a great guy. He's a super great guy. He's he's maybe in a relationship with his niece, but whatever. He's doing. But you his didn't best. see his niece though. His niece yeah. was. Oh, yeah, she wore those... that makes it okay. She wore you those little ch checked skirts. She I mean, had come that, on. Can, that, that, uh, this is uncomfortable. She had that uh, that that actress who plays Wednesday Adams look. Oh, Jenny Ortega, the yeah, new she's it girl. Cute. Jenna? Yeah. Is it Jenna? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see the show. She's she's enjoying that that pop in time where everybody loves everything she does before society decides they hate her. I don't know. They like that. They still like that other lady who was doing that before her, the girl from uh, Parks Christina and Rec. Christina Ritchie? Ritchie? Oh. 
Oh, uh, Audrey Plaza? Who Audrey Plaza. Everyone still loves her. Yeah, she's cool. I'm she's with great her. in my favorite uh, comic book TV show, Legion. Oh, yeah, Legion. Good old that Legion. show is fucking excellent. Well, speaking of Legion, there's a legion of people attacking Captain Victory, but he's able to sneak away because his computer friend is taking care of him for him. And then, uh, this was the, 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 the part that really got me invested here. Captain Victory runs down a hallway, and he sees a shadow on the wall, and he refers to that shadow as Black Mass. Yeah, but we know who he really is. Well, and they do address this. So the shadow does look quite a bit like Darkseid. Yeah. Like our, our, our old buddy Darkseid, friend of the yeah. show, mm-hmm. and namesake his, of the show. And it's his grandfather, not his dad. Yes. Yeah. So Captain okay. Victory is very explicit that this is my this black mask guy is my grandfather. That is that is set in stone. And not Darkseid. He's not well, Darkseid. Well, it's there's a there's a panel in there I think addresses this kind of interestingly. That it feels like alternate universe fourth world. It's all, yeah, it's arguably an alternate universe, or you could. I mean, there's nothing really saying that it can't be this same universe. There's really nothing saying that this can't be. Well, they have red. different names, but there it's addressed in a panel. Why does nobody trust me about the panel? The panel is coming up. The panel is going to explain all of this. The plan. So, the panel explains all. I respect the panel. Wait, 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 and see. This is all. This is all going to make perfect sense. So, uh, Captain Victory starts pleading to his grandfather not to do whatever terrible thing he's going to do to him. But again, we're only seeing Black Mask as a shadow. Uh, and then Black Mask starts uh, ranting and raving about how you're just like your father, who uh, delighted in tearing up my dreams. Who's his father? Who knows? His, who could his possibly father was know? the first guy to jack off to the computer. <laughs> a real pioneer. Really, the Alan Turing of uh, his his virtuous space. act was loving the computer, jack off spaceman in a way only a man can. <laughs> so carnally, ah, uh, Shay is very envious of what mm-hmm. a man can do with a computer. Uh-huh. So I just I I wish my little girl brain could function like that. Yeah. I, th- this this wasn't Me about. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, you could do though. Both men and women can do this. Is they could like attach some kind of sex device to their computer in like I mean, a USB, and like it will like vibrate or move right. de- like a, like to the motions of whatever pornography you're watching. Right, and there are there are uh, vibrators and toys that have like apps that you can mm-hmm. physically you control the app, and as you're moving your hand on the app, it's it's manipulating the device. That's what Captain Victory was doing. Yeah, well, his grandpa you know, walked in on him. His grandpa gifted him the first well, mother he, box. He walked through his grandpa, so grandpa's a shadow. Yeah. So yes, so grandpa is basically a shadow, and Captain Victory calls him out and says, "You're you're just a voice. You're just a shadow. You used your power to stay alive after something happened, uh, but now you're just you're just a shadow. You don't really have any power." So apparently, the implication here is that in the battle with Orion. Uh, Darkseid was reduced to uh, just being a shadow, but he's managed yeah, was, to hold on to his power. I was going to say, like, I, th- I seem to recall, like, Darkseid, this is what happened to him. Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't... When, when Kirby returned to the New Gods and finished up his story, Orion didn't actually succeed in destroying Darkseid, I don't believe. Well, they got to sell the book. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that uh, <laughs> you know? DC was willing to let him kill Darkseid, but I think the implication that that Kirby probably went meant for is that, uh, yeah, Orion was able to at least severely weaken Darkseid at that point. So, uh, what apparently what happened afterwards is he just became a shadow man. He weakened him by hooking him up to okay. the computer sex machine. Drained <laughs> well, him of his. That'll life drain force. everybody. Yeah, that'll drain you of everything. I've been there. 
I mean, look, it, it's been how many years has it been? It's been like one week good, since you looked at me. It's been 25. <laughs> I'm just realizing this now. It's been about 25 years since I had access to Internet pornography. That's a yeah, long time. A much. quarter of a century of being able to see anything. That's that's intense. I only had regular access to the Internet. Like I was already 30 by the time I finally had like enough of a stable life that I had regular access to the internet. Yeah, because uh, your family lived in the 70s. Well, not just that. It's just like in my 20s, like I I never really stayed in one place for too long. Like I moved like every six months. I always had a different job. Well, it only takes like an hour to get your internet hooked up. Well, I never lived anywhere like where my name's on the thing. Wow. You know? So our I friends in the IRS. Also, I wasn't. Listening. Also, I just, I just wasn't interested. I just didn't care. I just didn't give a shit. I didn't care about like what was on the internet or MySpace or any of that stuff. Oh, you missed. You missed out on all of it. You missed out on the best time. The, the wild west of the lame. internet. No, no, that was the best time. Homestar Runner, the <laughs> greatest thing that ever happened to the internet. It was strong, bad. Strong. Love him. Love him to this day. He's my spirit animal. So Captain Victory tells off Black Mask. And he starts to run out, and he finds a machine that the the computer, Tori, has left behind for Captain Victory. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's rigged with some sort of explosion. So well, it's like a machine that like creates like a little black hole. Something like a black hole, yeah. I don't know if it's explicitly a black hole, but it's something nasty. Well, they describe its effects as warping time and space, and it yes. like, caused the, the planet to collapse within itself. Exactly. That's pretty much what a black hole would do. Yeah, so it's something like that. And then we have another double-page splash of Captain Victory leaving after blowing up the planet, blowing up his best friend, Turai. Yeah, he sacrificed his computer lover so, so he could mm-hmm. escape. Right, and the caption even mentions that the uh, explosion is apocalyptic in nature. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I see what they did. Uh, and actually, I, I don't know if this did. is intentional or not, but if you look in the background, it kind of looks like Darkseid's face in the cosmos kind of dissolving oh, there. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Definitely, definitely Captain Victory it. has Orion, Orion's like space yes. motorcycle. He has Orion's astro harness. But yes, Shay, over there, and I could be just be looking into it, but you see these two suns that are being uh, eclipsed over here? They look like eyes. And then this uh, purple debris of Kirby, Kirby dots kind of looks like a mouth. Yeah. I could be wrong. Oh, but okay. It's more like a space segue. Yes, so he's he's on his space Segway, which bears a shocking resemblance to Orion's astro harness. All right, so then he's got, immediate... he's got a sex harness, <laughs> just like Martian really Manhunter. I don't really know what that does. What, what do you do with a sex harness? What do you? I don't harness understand. Me what up. The, I just I just don't. What do you do when you're in the harness? I wear harnesses for work. Yeah, but that's well, you're not a sex worker. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't understand really what's going on. Somebody let me know what's going on with the sex harnesses. I don't know. And what's the weight distribution? What's the rigging points on that? I need to know a lot of information about how to get that sex harness in the air. I knew a guy who would hang himself with, like, piercings on his back. Like, he'd put hooks through his back. Yes, yes. And he would hang himself. Yeah, I, yeah I've known people that do that. and it's, I've known uh, a guy who did it. Yeah, it's apparently for the right person. It's very uh, cleansing or exciting or whatever. And hey, I think they're doing it cool. just to be cool. No one likes that. That's a lot of effort to be cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's putting a lot into it. They should I just mean, try having a, a podcast about comic books. That's exactly what I was really going to say. God damn it. Cool. 
you cut me off at the knees. I was just going to say, <laughs> everyone knows the shortcut to being cool is a comic book podcast. Uh, so, like, Captain Victory turns his former home into a geode. He, yes, and we see just the geode that was Holocaust just kind of absorb itself and, and collapse in on itself. Yeah. And here's a panel that's going to explain a lot right here. It's a little bit of text that says, I viewed it from its bottom side, its last flaming energy pit still feeding what was left of the triumph of evil against the forces of virtue. From that kind of war, not even names survived. Thus, Holocaust and those upon it, such as Black Mask, were false in name as well as word. It's right? Like reading, it's like reading the Bible. It is it is extremely yeah. biblical. It so is extremely like, biblical. Is Captain Victory because he's a superpowered being, he can exist in the void of space, or is his harness protecting him? I'm not sure. I'm gonna guess it's the harness helping out, but I really don't know. But, Wait, so mm-hmm. so after that that uh not Orion says Captain Victory says that well, this yeah. craft was fashioned from something from his father, but he doesn't right. know his father's name. Is he saying because the planet blew up, he doesn't know his father's name? I don't know that he ever knew his father. I guess we don't we don't know that for sure if he never knew his father uh, his father or not. But actually, as I said in this panel here, it suggests that because of the explosion, because of what they've done, it's perhaps even more severe than a black hole, it didn't just destroy the space, it destroyed even the knowledge of what was on there. So even the names that they had, that planet was never called Holocaust. Black Mask was never called Black Mass. Those weren't real names. Those, the real names, Apocalypse and Darkseid, were absorbed by the destruction of, uh, of, the, of the entire planet. So, so it was such like, a... Captain Victory is, is Orion's son. Captain Victory is absolutely Orion's son, and uh, the, the computer, Turai, fashioned Captain Victory's little escape harness after Orion's, uh, Orion's astro harness. And when he says, I don't even know his name, I think he, he literally never knew Orion, but even if he did, he wouldn't remember his name now because all of those names, this, that very knowledge, has been sucked away into this portal. Mm-hmm. So that, okay. that's, that's how you get away with saying like, oh... It was the planet was never called Holocaust. Black Mass was never called Black Mass. They were always Apocalypse and always Darkseid, but because of this explosion, th- those names didn't survive. What a crazy book. It I is a crazy still book. Still don't get it. It is a great little Kirby-esque insane way to get away with tying this to the to the New Gods. So now you could there's nothing preventing you from saying this is a literal direct sequel to the New Gods. The names changed because of this explosion, but it's the same thing. Great. I like it. I, 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 I like I, I like it too. I, I, I don't like things uh, easy to comprehend. I don't want to be spoon-fed information. I don't want to be spoon-fed necessarily, but I'd like some sort of context. Well, and you, this, I had nothing. I like crazy like alternate universe stuff. That I like that stuff. But it's not alternate universe. It's the same universe. It was well, just the I mean, names sorta, were changed. The sorta. names were changed because of an explosion. You know what I mean. I like, well, I like things like that. Shay, what I would say to you about that is that so one of my favorite authors, well, yeah. Sorry, okay. I just, I, I, just a quick preface before you try to help me. Mm-hmm. I don't understand anything that happens after I'm this either. To you. It's not, no, I'm it's not, not like I suddenly get it after. This. Well, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna be able to give it to you. I'm not gonna be able to give you just a complete explanation. What I'm saying is, is, is you know, one of my favorite authors is Thomas Pynchon. I do. Or I like James Joyce. I like a lot of these complex authors. They do not make a lot of sense when you read their first book. But when you read their second book, their third book, or their fourth book, the more you expose yourself to particular authors who have very specific styles, they kind of like teach you how to read them as you're reading them. So 
I can read a uh, Thomas Pinchon book now, and I'm not going to pretend I completely get it, but I will read it a lot easier than I would have 10 years ago when I read my first Thomas Pinchon book. It's not because the books are getting easier. It's not because I'm getting smarter. It's because I have learned what their tropes are and the way that they frame ideas. And so when I read this, I've already read a thousand Jack Kirby comic books. And so I kind of know a little bit of his rhythm. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I completely get it either, but I kind of know a little bit of his rhythm, and that's the reason I can kind of follow along. If this was the first Jack Kirby book I ever read, then yeah, it's not going to make any kind of goddamn sense. That's, why, Morrison, you're the per- that's why you're the perfect person to create the Kirbyverse timeline for yeah, us I gotta to keep read that going. later on. I expect you to do this, by the way, because I, honestly... I will read them. Right. I will, re- I will read them well, in order. Well, it's probably... And it's, I'll judge you for your decisions. It, it's probably not that hard. It's probably the first 127 issues of Thor, then all four of the Fourth World omnibuses, Omnibi, uh, then th- uh, then I guess probably Eternals, maybe? You'd stick, well, this is, 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 this is why you go find out. Well, you go figure it out. But I'm just saying it's not like you jump from title to title. You just kind of go through linearly, more or less. Yeah, you should weave it all in. Let's see yeah. what's up. That's your big project. That's going to be your... Your great work before you die. Yeah, organizing this for the nine people that care. Yeah, well, I'll care, and I'm like nine people. <laughs> so, uh, Orion, uh, I'm sorry, I mean Captain Victory, he flies away in his astro harness looking for a place to hang out, looking for a place to chill, party yeah. planet. And he's cool with the very first one he finds. Yep, he sees a planet. He says, well, uh, it, it, I've seen him bigger and brighter, but whatever, I'll just go here. Yep. And s- so he lands... And he immediately falls off his astro harness. Well, he gets shot down. Yeah, is he shot down? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He gets shot down by missiles. Pow, but we don't really see it coming, yeah. So he gets shot down. He gets knocked off his astro harness. Presumably, I'm guessing his astro harness is destroyed at this point. Yes. I'm going to guess, yeah. So uh, he starts uh, taking fire from all directions on this crazy-ass planet. Mm. And then he looks up and he sees a couple goofy aliens with... Uh, squid heads. They're pretty cool looking aliens. They're like, yeah. they're like, uh, how would we describe? They're like dogs that are also porcupines. Yeah, they have Sonic the Hedgehog head. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they sound like, no, they're voiced by like, they're voiced by like Bill Hader and, uh, like, uh, oh, the guy that did the voice of Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog head would be too intense. You know how fast he's going to go? He's going to want to get you off, and he's going to want to move on. Sonic the Hedgehog head? Oh, okay. I yeah. see what's going on. That's uh-huh. gross. Yeah. That's gross. Let's see if I got anything for that. I don't think I do. This okay. the episode's been too informative, so i got to throw in some stupid gross jokes. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's Just fine. Just to keep the edgelords happy. I like a good balance. I, I was reading this thinking like, oh, man, I'm going to actually have to talk about legitimate things uh, mike will fuck it up for me it'll be good i'm gonna mike, try, I'm, gonna nice try. And... I'm gonna try at least keep it dark side's couchy a little bit mike will make it a mess well the the informativeness is part of dark side's yeah, couch yeah well i mean we gotta know what's going on with this it's a we perfect, hyped it up so much it's a perfect alchemy like uh using your own pee to make a philosopher's stone uh-huh i just started reading that book i'm gonna yep. try as soon as i get some space i'm gonna uh. i'm gonna start collecting uh, 150 gallons of my own urine and i'm gonna boil it at various temperatures for months and years in hopes of making a philosopher's stone so, and becoming immortal. This is literally the pre-show chatter when we get ourselves in the mood is we were talking about, yeah, Mike learning about how to make a philosopher's stone out of his pee. Like I was just on uh, Civic TV's Twitch show last night. And What's up, Civic? I, friend of the that, show. And that's all I talked about was like how to like <laughs> make a philosopher's stone. It's I, I actually said this to Shay the other day. I think in like 50 years... 
pee is just going to be a pretty normal fetishy thing. Like, it's not really even going to be... It's just we make so much of it. It's got to be good for something, what right? What do you mean, does? What do you mean? Well, I... Everybody does. Everyone we'll does be, it. Everyone will pees. be doing. Everybody will be peeing on each other in the future. It's coming. Yeah. It's peeing. I'll be, I'll be coming after I'm yeah. peeing. <laughs> I'm telling you, get used to look. I'm not a pee guy. Shay, Shay's a pee person. I'm, I'm not, not a, pee a pee guy. Person. When I'm in, the, when I'm in the future, I'm in the distant, distant future because I'm gonna have my philosopher stone all ready mm. to go, and I'm gonna be immortal. I'm gonna be looking at all the people with their pee play, and I'm like, these plebeians wasting yeah. their pee when they don't know its true secrets, and I use it to make gold. Contemplate your orb of pee, like you fucking idiots. <laughs> Boil that pee. I'm I'm gonna have to get acclimated to eating bugs and getting peed on because that's just what people are gonna be into in a couple decades. I put the link to the uh, archive of the Book of Aquarius on Twitter so everyone mm -hmm. can go look it look it up and read it yeah. and and hit me up about your progress and let's Send just us, figure this out together. Right. Send us your own pictures of your pee philosopher stones. I'm gonna guess right now that this the book it's 150 pages and it's just a prank to get people to stink up their homes right. with, by boiling their urine. Yeah. Give that but, ammonia smell. But and that's but, gonna that's that's not gonna come out. But okay, but if it does work it would have been worth right. it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter anyway because all the pee was basically free anyway. Yeah, what else were you going to do with that pee? Right. You might as well at least try. Like, it's not like you invested it in a, in a, in a scam cryptocurrency. Like, you were just going to throw it away anyway. Like, we don't know what like happens when you transmute things for long periods of time. Nobody I mean, somebody knows. Probably, somebody probably does. Yeah, they're called alchemists. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the pee section of the show. Isaac so anyway, Newton did it. You're, call, you're calling him an idiot? No, I haven't said it. Look, I've been pro-P this whole time. I'm not right. a P guy, but I realize I have to become a P guy because that's the way society's going. They eat ass and they pee. Yeah. Those are the two things. <laughs> yep. They make philosopher's stones and they buy a lot of CBD oil. That's <laughs> the future. There's a pizza place by me that like it sells all the normal like junk food pizza place stuff. And then they're like CBD milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the future. That's the future liberals want. Stop the steal. So, <laughs> like Joe Biden's a liberal. Get the fuck out of here, dude. These these alien dudes, these blah, 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 alien dudes, they flop away. They jump they're away. They're all pretty cool looking though. Yeah, they're cool. They, we don't really even see much of them. No. But uh one they, has a lazy eye. Yeah, it's pretty Look at that Oh guy. wow, yeah. <laughs> he I don't know why, but he looks Jamaican to me. And, and then, then like, uh, 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 not Orion gets roundhouse kicked in the face by the, yeah. their big ass feet. He does as the, as they're like jumping away, they're hopping away. Mm -hmm. So then we see that somebody has scared the aliens away, and it's this dude, this mysterious dude, Captain Argus Flane. I'm going to guess that that is Captain Victor's dad. Captain, you think it's explicitly Orion? No, I just think. I mean, in the context of this comic book, I assume that. Like, this is where his father went when he escaped Holocaust. But his father is Orion. Well, we don't know that. They don't say that in the book specifically. His grandfather's dark side. Well, his grandfather is, like, Black Spot or whatever the fuck. Black... No, his... Black Mask never existed. Black Mask Black, was always... I'm just saying, like, I just... I just, that's If I didn't know anything right. about the New Gods or the Fourth World okay. or the Eternals or any of that, and I read this as sure. is... Sure. I assumed that that's what was happening, that okay. this was where his father fair. ended up when he escaped. With no context, I would say fair. Although you could make a case now, now that you're mentioning that, 
you could make a case that this is supposed to be Orion. You're or, right, because he, yeah, he doesn't got his box, so his face is all like a little like fucked up. Well, I'll tell you something. Shay, I think before we started, mentioned that this guy looked like Calabac, Darkseid's yeah. other son. Uh, and now I'm thinking about it, and it's and I originally thought like, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, well, you know what? It could. This could have been what happened to Calabac. Yeah. What if he's not Orion's son? He's Calabac's son. Oh, that's that's a shame. You don't want to be Calabac's son. Why? I'm sure Calabac. I think under different circumstances, Calabac would have been a cool guy. Calabac is kind of like a trailer parky dude. He's a he's a trash. He's, like, he's, he was just raised poorly. He's low class. Well, still, I don't want to be the son of that. He's low class. Let's look what happened. His brother's Orion, who was raised on New Genesis by the supposed good guys, right? And he right. ended up being pretty cool. While Calabac was raised on Apocalypse, he was all fucked up. Yeah, he's a, he's a gross tiger man. I'm pretty sure pretty sure he'd be uh, a lot cooler elsewhere well we meet captain argus flane and the aliens here are called the mechanos yeah. mechanos and argus flane uh <laughs> rescues captain victory uh again, captain whatever this guy's name uh, he is captain, his design is fucking great so yeah he looks he's a, he's got a little bit of cable in him and this is pre-cable oh i yeah. love cable that's probably why yeah he's got a little bit of cable in him so he's uh he's got of course got to have the eye patch mm-hmm. you got to have the eye patch uh he's got the the uh the whole the gray hair but he's also got the gray beard that kind of merges with it mm-hmm. no mustache though he went no mustache right bold choice he kind of looks like high father a little bit i wonder if he's high father oh yeah he could be high father yeah he could be I mean, he's, this guy's somebody i'm gonna know. guess this is orion it could absolutely be Orion because they do make a point. It kind of brushes it aside when Captain Victory goes, yeah, I don't even know my dad's name. Well, off to an adventure. Like, and then this, this dude shows up. It, yeah. I could believe that. It's for the sure. closest planet from where he was living. Yeah. He went so to the first place. So it makes sense that that's where his dad would crash land too when he escaped. It just yeah. makes sense. I could, I could absolutely see this. I do. I think those are your top three contenders. It's High Father, Orion, or Calabac. Let's just assume I'm right. Sure. So Lieutenant <laughs> Flane... Uh, has rescued Captain Victory, and he starts explaining to him what's going on. This whole planet is bombed out. And Dude, it's like he, it's like Jack Kirby originally named him Captain Flame, and his wife was like, "That's dumb. That's fucking stupid." He's like, "Well, fine. I'll just change it a little bit." <laughs> he's yelling down. He's yelling downstairs. Well, fine. But, but that's how they like engage in their sexual sure. like, antics. Like he like pulls her by the back of her hair. He's just like, "You don't tell me how to make my comic." She's like, "Oh, you're a big strong man, huh?" Like, yeah, well, I am. He did base Big Barda's personality on his wife. Dude, so, I want to watch Jack Kirby and his wife fuck. Oh my goodness. Well, she didn't look like Big. So Big Barda, yeah, I re- I well, I actually no, I actually learned who Big Barda physically was modeled after, and it was a. Um, she's still alive, actually. Let me see if I can Sweet, figure out her let's name. See if she's uh, single for she, me. She doesn't. She doesn't look great now. She's I like need 90. help understanding if if this guy is a good guy or a bad guy. Oh, he's a good guy. He just happens to start spit shit on a plant that he's he got. He's, he was he's got a weird angle. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to it in a second. Um, Lainey, I could be mispronouncing it. Lainey Kazan or Kaz Kazan. Now, oh, the thing about her is she was considered a plus size model back in the day. Let's we'll put a picture out. up. We'll put. A oh picture my up. God, her? Yes. All right, that was her now. But let's see now, what she looked like. Look at look at this. Look at holy this. shit! Dang. Are you aware Barta. of this person? Uh, yes. Okay. What, what do you know there. about this? Yeah, she looks exactly like Big Barda. I know that face. I just right? hold on. She's let me... in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff. She's very very pretty, and apparently she was considered a plus size model back in the day. Which I is had huge. no idea that yeah. she um 
She's a yeah, she was on the, person. Yeah, I, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She um, was. Let's see what her height. She was only oh, five, five six. six yeah. Wow. Yeah, I she's like. The, isn't she the mom yeah, in my six, big fat two. Greek wedding? I don't know. One of those I foes. She looks like uh, uh, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, so she's not looking great nowadays. I have to admit. Harry and the Hendersons. Well, no one fucking looks great yeah. after like a certain amount of time. I will though. I'll look. I I I looked like an old man real early, so it can't get much worse. Well, like I've said before, like nowadays, like we know how to look good for a long time, and so if you well, we don't practice, know, we haven't gotten there yet. I'm sure well, she thought so. No, we, you see people that are. I've I've used the Golden Girls analogy many times. The Golden Girls, you you watch that now and you assume they were like in their seventies. They were like fifty four. Yeah, that's mind blowing. That is yeah. pretty weird. So it's it's like, dude, we know how to look nice. We know how to like, look good. How old is Tom Cruise? He's like sixty. I think he's yeah. He's probably well. Uh, that guy's made so many like banger movies. Shay, what were you gonna say? What do you mean? I don't know. You're gonna say something. Tom Cruise is sixty, by the way. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I you're don't... about to say something. That's like something or something. I don't know. He's made so remember. many movies I love. I mean, nobody's going to say he doesn't put his all into it, but he's a crazy man uh, who believes in, in in space virtue. You'll ever see Edge of Tomorrow? No. No. That movie no. is so fucking good. I need that uh, sound drop of all the various Springfield residents just going, no, no. It's good. It's, it's an excellent right. movie. I like, of- I like sci-fi fluff, though. Yeah, well, this isn't uh, Captain Victory. Isn't fluff? I mean, it's kind of fluff. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's why I love I all guess, the Jack Kirby stuff because it's exactly what I want. I guess it depends on what you're definitely because fluff to me means not a lot of thought was put into it. No, I mean just... more like you know what I mean. Like it's, it's not it's, really. It's a lot of high concepts that yeah that okay. it's not going to win any awards. Oh, there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of high concepts going on here for sure. Well, oh, do I even have it? There we go. Too many uh. buttons. So not for me, I've been secretly experimenting with not being high for the show for like the last like six episodes. Oh, that's why that's what the downtrend has been. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I thought they've been a lot better. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. They've been they've been great. Everything's been great. Every episode is great. Um, so every, every band is great. Every band is great. Every episode, every comic is great. I've yet to see a bad piece of art in my life. Uh, I'd say like the majority of the comics we've done have been b- better than worse. Right, and you—I mean, look—it's an accomplishment to make anything, and I—I I don't like—I really—and as I get older, I don't want to criticize people's work that much. I just—I don't. I like—it's—it's it's impressive, and it's impressive that you did anything. But you know, so sometimes like, like we're recording this uh, on the day that they're—I the, think the Oscars are tonight. It's just so yeah. bizarre. You're giving awards for art that's subjective. Uh, like I yeah. would give every award to the everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it was a great movie. Most like awarded movie ever. Now, I would really? yeah, I would give it all the Oscars as well for all the categories. That was that's, the best movie. That's the rare movie that made more money the longer it was in theaters. So theaters and and theaters don't really see any money uh, unless a movie is good enough to stick around for a while. Studios make all their money in the first couple weeks of of a theatrical run of a movie. After that, they don't care if it drops off. They don't care if it's shit like Ant Man. They don't care if it's shit and it drops off. They already got their pop, but it takes a few weeks before the theater actually starts to get a, a bigger share of the return. So the theaters want the movies to be good for a long time and have people keep coming back. Everything Everywhere All at Once was one of the few movies that started making more money the longer it was in theaters because everybody told everybody to go see it. And so yeah. theaters actually made money. Everybody made money on that thing. 
That was the last movie I saw in theaters. It was a really good movie, and it. it and I never go to the movies. Yeah, it was a really enjoyable movie. I should watch I think that the last again. time I went to the movies before every everything everywhere all at once was me and James went and saw Birdman. We saw Birdman. We went on a little spat of seeing a bunch of weird movies I wanted to see. We saw Interstellar. We saw Birdman. We saw Inherent oh, Vice. Oh, yeah, we went and saw, yeah. Of Thomas right, Pinchon. Right, right. Yeah, seeing of Thomas Pinchon, we saw Inherent Vice. It was great. That was great, too. Fucking uh, the Interstellar. I Interst- like that. I, I love Interstellar. Shay got a me a good-ass movie. Shay got me a little Interstellar diorama that, uh, that I have <laughs> well, on the I had it right now. I don't know yeah. why. I thought you were going to say diarrhea. <laughs> I don't know why the phrase interstellar diarrhea is very <laughs> funny to me. That's a Weird Al parody. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to continue down that path, but I don't think it's wise. No, nah, so we can just Let's, let's go to on. this. So this planet that Captain Victory has landed on, it's bombed out. It's depleted. It's a destroyed planet. And uh, Captain Victory is wondering what happened here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lieutenant Flange... So Captain Captain, Fl- Captain Flange, excuse me. How fucking uh, dare you? There's actually a reason. Well, the, the reason I keep calling him Lieutenant Flange is because his motivation is shockingly similar to Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump. Is it is it Flange or Flane? Flane. Flane. F L A. Like Flan with an E. Okay. Yeah. So Flane starts explaining what's going on, and he says, "Well, we're having a great time on this planet. We're getting along just well, just just swimmingly. It's just ducky out here on this planet." Flane sounds like a Wayne and Garth have a boner for a girl. Wayne and Garth, you're making Wayne's world instead of Schwing. They go like, "Tell me about Flane." When I finally when I finally found out what Schwing meant, like that took boners. That's yeah, but I mean, why why that sound? That is the sound of a sword being pulled out of its sheath. Oh, okay. That's what that's supposed to be. All right. Neither of those guys have big enough dicks, probably, to warrant no. that. Pro- probably. Well, Michael Myers is Canadian, and they're not known for swinging a lot of mass. I don't know. Probably. Dana Carvey seems slightly humble enough to have a big dick. I doubt yeah. it. Little bit of humility, definitely. I doubt it. Suggests that you got some serious. No, Dana Carvey is is basically his boy's never know. body. He's an old man with a little boy's body. You never know who might be packing. Let's and look up not. if Dana Carvey has a big dick. Sure, let's see. Uh, Dana, Dana Carvey, Carvey dick size. penis. I'm going to say penis size. Keep it yeah, medical. Keep it classy for Google. Clinical, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's Dana look. Carvey talks. Unfortunate genius of Dana Carvey. Flesh colored car shaped like a penis. Incredibly, uh, the uh, ambiguously gay duo, of course. Um, okay, let's look. Does Dana Carvey have a large penis? Okay. It was a giant penis. That's what I'm saying. It's out of control. Yeah, it's not like the white. It's not like the uh, kids in the hall guys where we can actually just go look it up and see. Yeah, he really. Sh- well, he's 60, so he's the right age to do it. Just like with the kids in the hall, they recently got together at the age of 60 and decided to show their penises. Yeah. I think that's a. It's the time to do it. Genius. 60s the new 30 let's let's all show our penises i mean i'll show my penis if anybody wants to see it i'm not sure i don't gotta i mean it's not like something to be super proud of it's like yeah. i'll just show it to you just for the lulls yeah that's why you're on house arrest and we have to do this over zoom <laughs> yeah that's how it got started turn yep. on your camera show us your dick mike <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, wait. dude wait, why would you why would you put that out there because i i probably will i don't care yeah well it's gonna take a second to figure out if that's his penis or his actual head so we're not going to be sure <laughs> what we're looking at for a moment. He's calling me a dickhead, bro. 
Rude. I mean, isn't that the end goal? Isn't that the end goal with the hairstyle? Mine? Yeah. No, you want the Dr. Wiley crazy. Yeah, I want to be Dr. Wiley looking, but I'm not ready yet. Oh, Dr. Wiley? Dr. Wiley was the bad guy for Mega Mega Man. Man. And he had like crazy crust of the clown hair like like uh what's his name uh christopher lloyd in uh back to the future yeah yeah same thing same thing or uh or bozo or dr robotnik from sonic the hedgehog yeah it'll be that guy too yeah that was that's really your go-to for like a a mad scientist guy is is the weird donut of hair who was the voice of uh, sonic in that movie was it chris pratt no, he was not the voice. However, there was, I, I mentioned this before on the show, there was some concept art leaked from long before the movie was made, long before the movie was made, and they made up a picture of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog hanging out with Chris Pratt because they just assumed, I guess, that he was going to be the star, I guess. That's, that's what happened in that movie about Michael Keaton being turned into a snowman is they expected George Clooney to oh, take so the he, role. Yeah, so he so they designed like... the snowman with George Clooney's face. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, he took off or something, and he did. Yeah. He just turned it down because obviously that movie's dumb, and you don't yeah. you don't fucking make that movie. Wow! So they gave it to Michael Keaton, who does he does everything. Yeah, he did. Boy likes to work. That guy's brave. So anyway, Captain Victory is on this destroyed planet with Flane, and Flane starts explaining the situation here. Uh, the planet is populated by these uh, mechanos, these mechanos, the little weird creatures that Captain Victory encountered, and apparently they're attracted to technology. And gadgets? Just like everyone who's attracted to their computers sexually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is just the, the further manifestation of that theory. So he'll just leave uh, gadgets and doodads out, and they'll come see it because they can't resist it, and then they'll blow up. He's leaving out his old Zune. Yeah, well, those things are going to blow up whether you, whether you put an electric charge in them or not. Those things are going to oh, blow up Those anyway. things were awesome. I had one that lasted for 15 years. Mm. They had a lot of unrealized features that never got implemented that were supposed to be implemented. All I want is just play the file. We need more. We need more. Everything's got to do more. Doesn't need to do more. Just play the file. Got to do more. I need. I need all. I need all those bonus features. So uh, Captain Victory starts to chastise Flane for uh, messing with all these late these natives, and uh, he explains that. Oh no 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 no. I'm. Uh, see the thing is, uh, I'm trying to die. I'm trying to. I'm trying to convince them to kill me, but I have to die in uh, in glory. I have to die. In battle, I can't Base. just surrender myself. Yeah, I have yeah. to. I have to put up a fight, but they ultimately have to win. Very Lieutenant Dan. Yep. So in order for them to do that, though, he has to destroy everything they love in their home. Well, he has to put so up so that a... he can die the way he wants to. Yeah, he yeah, has well, to go on glory. So he wants to go suicide by cop. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 He's Captain Flying. That's really fucking dumb. Yeah. Huh? Well, uh, Captain Victory uh, is mortified from this guy who's uh, using these deadly weapons on these primitives in order to get them to kill him. He has to die by Valor. Shay doesn't understand Valor. No. no. Yeah, you don't get your, ma- yeah, you have your tiny woman brain. You don't get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's a boy thing. So, like, Captain Victory, I think we're to assume that he was on this planet in the uh, the cone house living yeah, with... the cone-shaped volcano house. Living yeah. with Captain Flane for two years. Yeah, as the, more uh, than that. Well, it said he was 18 when they started, and when he was 21, they... No, 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 no. they aged up. He was was less than... He was under 18 when they started, which, uh uh-oh. But by the time he turned 18, the primitives were now wearing armor, and they had better weaponry. They were evolving. So I don't understand how... I'm sorry, because I can't get past 
any part of this until I understand why the fuck he's staying with the man that is blowing up the people and he knows he's in the well, wrong. I think his astro harness was destroyed. And he's yeah, where's he going to go? He's not necessarily in the wrong. Like, yeah, look how well these guys advance now because of this. This They've motivating factor of killing much this more one guy. Sophisticated forms of warfare now. That's like when an abusive parent says to somebody that turned out successful, well, it's a good mm. thing I did that, I yeah, guess. It, yeah, and guess what? It was. Looks more like spreading freedom to me. Yeah. This is, look, look, look at these bombers. It was my dad abusive, or did he teach me how to fight? Well, and also, as I say, I, uh, I think his astral harness was destroyed, so he may not at this time have been able to get out of this planet anyway. It's not, it's not exactly clear, I'll say. It's it not... seems like all they're doing right now is uh, trying to find new ways to blow up the cone house. Yeah. But they can't because there's like a force field. Right. So, they just, so they're just advancing. Like, no one's dying, it seems like. They're just going to the cone house and trying to blow it up. He does mention that he's not necessarily trying to kill them. He's just shocking them to piss them off so that they'll come at him more aggressively. Yeah. But they can't get in anyway because there's a fucking force field. Well, figure it out, stupid. Yep, they just got to so figure it no out. So there's no So it's just them in a continuous loop. Well, this guy does not come out good in any any version of this story it's war war is hell shay well look, it's first, not war it's not war it's a single man on a planet well look at this like it's Every just man is fighting a war. It, it started off with nothing and then they got armors and guns yeah. and now they have air travel with laser guns yeah look how well they advance now in a few years in a few years shay Pretty why do you soon. assume they wouldn't have been able to do any of that had they not been this man what that decided well, to be an we asshole don't, we don't see anything else that motivates them Hey, we don't see anything the, else at all. All the, we see is the one house. The vast majority of the technology we use today was developed because of the military. Okay. The military and pornography. Like medical treatments? Like that, all, all that shit was well, created during on. wars. I'll also, I'll also add uh, space flight. That's how we got, I think, the power drill, power tools in general. That's how we got uh, memory foam. Like, I would say space flight as well. But yes, military is a huge part of it. And look, if he didn't do that, if he didn't motivate these guys to advance, then Captain Victory would never have the means to leave the planet. But they, look, they've already, but now they have airplanes with laser guns. Pretty soon, they'll be yeah. able to leave the planet. They can create an astro harness from that. Yep, pretty soon. Yeah, so it's pretty, so it's, you know, he's, he's, you could argue that Captain Flane is the greatest hero of them all. I think he's the greatest hero of them all. No argument from me. He's so sexy. Look at him. He's what getting a man. he's getting old and he's getting he's deteriorating further. So they get to a point where basically everything has been destroyed, which so you know freedom is winning. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Flane gives Captain Victory his old Ranger uniform. Says, "Hey, I guess he was in the Galactic Rangers." So he gives him his old Ranger uniform and says, all right, well, here's the deal. You go find Ranger Center. You join the, the Ranger Corps. Uh, keep my legacy alive that way. And I'll wrap up this whole war thing and let him kill me. Sounds good, great? right? Yeah. Sounds awesome. Perfect no, deal. No, no arguments here. This my is good there's friend no war. It's just him. Shay, you don't understand. You, you don't, you don't understand, understand how a man thinks. This is guy stuff. This is a perfect man agreement. Man yeah, agreement. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Right, Shay, sometimes you have to like start some shit with some primitive people so they invent new stuff so then you can get away from them. I mean, anything I've ever done has been out of spite. Like any accomplishment I've had has been basically to rub it in my father's face someday. So, There's still no explanation how he goes from, yeah, this man's a piece of shit. I guess I can't go anywhere. I, I, you know, I stay here too. 
in what, like five years? Now he is like, this man is my father. Men have, five years is a long time. Men have weird relationships. Yeah, we do. But they didn't bother to explain it to the reader at all as to the, why we're supposed no, to be okay with the nobody, man that's still pissing off the planet. Nobody bothered. Nobody bothered to explain to me those relationships either. Whereas I all, where, Shay, I don't know. What you, I don't know what you're saying. He hasn't killed anyone. He's the just aliens haven't on. killed anyone. He's just motivating them to be the best they could possibly be. You keep saying he's motivating them. They that's are, not mentioned at all in here. They keep coming up with new technology every time they attack them. It's They're motivated to do better. I don't agree with your reading. They Shane never here. would have created that laser gun plane. You're right. They, they wouldn't have created guns. Maybe that's the issue I'm having here. You're right. They wouldn't have created the guns. They would have like created other either. stuff. They had women's sentimentality. I will say, in high school, there were people that uh, my friend group hated. They were our enemies. And then someday something would just change, and suddenly they were part of the friend group, and there was no explanation, and we just all had to accept it and move on. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Mm -hmm. Being it's, a man is weird. It is weird and awful. Uh, and then they, uh, so, so Flane tells him, yeah, you, 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 they'll give you 50 clones. You're going to have a good 50 clone deal going on. He's like 50 clones. Well, by God, I want in on that. He goes, I know you do. <laughs> so, uh, he says, uh, demand a code name come up with your code name and demand it in my honor. And he says, yeah, Captain Victory. That's going to be my name. I shall demand it. God, these guys are great men. Was that his code name? Is that like. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily his code. It might be. It might be his code name. Or also just might be honoring the fact that, in a way, Captain Flame got his victory because he got what he wanted most of all. Mm -hmm. Die in die in battle. That's the only there's way. There's no battle. There's only there's, it, there's 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 that's the best way to go out is to die fighting your enemies. Yeah, yeah. We we've discussed that before. That's the best way. That's the best and then way. They have them a, a man's handshake where they grab each yeah. other's forearms. That's right. I, I love this comic. I, I believe the idea with that uh legitimately historically it goes back to uh proving to your enemy or or the other person that you don't have a weapon hidden up your sleeve. That's why this you is grab like, the forearm. This is such a like conservative comic book. <laughs> like Jack, Jack like Kirby warfare was Warfare is how to like better yourself and others around you. In Man fairness, handshakes. Joining the, the police force. Whoa. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But Jack Kirby was not a... Let, let's not paint him as a conservative guy. Jack Kirby was a fairly liberal guy. Or, or uh, least, Hey, I, hey I'm not a conservative guy, but I agree with all the virtues of this comic I, book. I, I will say... I, maybe I shouldn't say whether he was conservative or, or, or liberal, but I will say that he he, when he came back from the war, he sided a lot with the hippies. Like he was, he came back and said, like, yeah, these uh, these kids are onto something. Maybe we should stop blowing each other up. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, it does. That's the best thing to sharpen iron with. Mm -hmm. Look how quickly they advanced because so, they couldn't get past the force field. You guys didn't know uh, this, but it, it's a saying that had been used in the rest of the comic, and this is apparently the origin of it, or maybe it's the Galactic Rangers have, are the origin of it. Victory is sacrifice, sacrifice is continuity, and continuity is tribulation. Pretty cool. Continuity is a series of comics. <laughs> Fantastic comics by our good buddy Neil Adams. So, so wait, did he just have an astro harness this whole time? Yeah, he forgot to tell him. Like, dude, I, mean, I told oh, you, you, know I, told you I had that, didn't I? You, that's what, so this is why I, th I think that's his dad. Is because he had because that was because oh he had the, the real the design one. was based off of his father's astro harness and this guy has has one. It's not exactly like Orion's though, but I mean it's been a lot of years. You I just assume it. they fixed the one that he had. Yeah, oh yeah, there's that it's too. It's not exactly clear, but somehow he gets an astro harness. Uh, they fire him out of a giant VHS cassette. 
right? Yeah, into the, they do. <laughs> into space. Yeah. One's and, used by the Egyptians. Yes. They're the originators of that technology. Back then so, they were called the people of Chem. Woo. So... <laughs> Mike, Mike's history moment. Bro, I know <laughs> so much useless fucking shit. <laughs> but the thing is, it's not inherently useless. It's just in, it's useless in the life that you have chosen. Like, well, let there me was tell a, you all about the, the, the lessons of Thoth. You could have went and been like a college professor. And the jade tablet. <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> There's like all this like archaeological shit that talks about a guy named Thoth who was like an Atlantean wizard that founded Egypt. Wow. And we just okay. don't talk about it, even though there's all this shit about him. You know, like the the the, the hieroglyphs of like the guy with the he's like a bird, but he has a long curved Yeah, isn't it's not beak. Anubis? So that's Thoth, and Thoth that's wasn't Thoth. a god. Thoth was a guy who was granted immortality by being based. Oh, cool. Well, you know what? That is the best way to live on. Mm-hmm. Like if you want people to remember you after your death, do some base shit. Yeah. Founding yeah, building the pyramids, that'll do it. Yeah, you came up with an entire structure, like a yeah, style right? of structure. Fuck yeah, dude! Thought good. is great. Yeah, good guy, good man, good man. So, uh, Lieutenant Dan here, uh, he decides that he's just gonna turn off the the force field, and he's gonna let the mechanos come on in and do what they will with this hot, tight old man body. Yeah, right. Now this is the way to go. He's sitting in his hammock, in his sex harness. <laughs> right? He's, he's in, in his, his hammock, sex harness, and he's just sitting in front of the door. With his pistol. He's like, all right, come and get me. Lined up to his one good eye. It's just like, if this was his plan all along, why did he wait so long to turn the force field on? Maybe he just wanted to wait until they were, their society was now motivated and strong enough. He could, yep, he could have been making them strong. He may have wanted to make sure that his name carried on, so he was waiting for an heir to show up. It also could have been that he, he, he had to turn off the force field. He had no more defenses. He had to put up as much of a defense as he possibly could and only die when he could no longer fight back. Do you think he knew that Captain Victory was his son and he just didn't tell him? I wonder. Because he he trained him pretty much to be him. Yeah. But you got to wonder when, like, the first uh, living creature, non-native living creature, lands on the planet you've been fighting on for decades, and it's your son. Yeah, it's your son. What was the closest planet? Yeah. Wouldn't they be fucked up from, you know, causing a black hole to form in the center of a world? He, he got far nope. enough away. He got far enough away. I wonder if he and told it, him that he killed his dad then. Well, he's like, yeah. fuck that dude. Again, it wasn't necessarily a black hole. Whatever it was was strong enough to wipe the very knowledge off of existence. The that knowledge would be a, of that, that would place. be a black hole. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know <laughs> what's going on be, in black holes. It would be a black hole. I don't know what do they're it. doing out there. So the Mechanos come in and they they probably kill Lieutenant Flane. Uh, Mechanos sounds Flane. like the cereal they eat on yeah. Hellpocalypse. Hellpocalypse. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they just love mechanical things. It's just it's just a bowl of like uh, nuts and bolts. He died sitting in his hammock, and they're just staring yeah. at him. They're like, "Why did we like fight this guy so much?" Now it is not. <laughs> confirmed that he dies like they do leave it open that maybe he dude he's it. got bullet holes Wait, in the back I'm of not, the hammock i'm not saying it but i'm just saying we don't see him die and then we, we we come back to present day with captain victory and he's sitting there thinking yeah sometimes i wonder maybe he did survive well he so, left before they burst in yeah so he didn't actually see it 
So he yeah. didn't see it, but we did. Had this gone? No, we didn't. We don't. We see them coming in and shooting, look, but we don't see him dead. The gun yeah. drops to the look, ground. It's not looking good. The bullet holes in the back of the hammock. It's not looking good. He's I'm fucking dead. Through him. Yeah, he's dead, bro. Listen, in your, I wrote, uh, in your timeline of um, all the Kirbyverse books, is this series the end? I think it's either this or it's... No, if you were to put him in chronologically, yeah, I would say this is the end. Because, like I said, he does go back and finish up the new gods, but chronologically that would take place before this. So I'd say, yeah, you you, you got something there. Um, I would also note that this concept has been rebooted a couple times with a couple of different companies. Maybe IDW or Boom, one of them. No, no, they we're only going by the Jack Kirby one. Jack Kirby, yeah, that's fair. But I'm just saying they this have This is Orion's back. grandson. They did eventually give Black Mass an actual like body that we could look at and, and compare him to Darkseid. Was, did it have a lot of mass? It was okay. Did he have a lot of gains? Um, let me see. What do we got here? Let's look um, at let's look at muscle black, black mass, mass comics. Let's see if we can find him. This is what they. Oh, gave lame. I mean, that is cool. It's, it's all right, but it's not. It doesn't live up to the expectations. Yeah. Like if that's how he looked before he was destroyed, like that was cool. Yeah. It's just I like you, the face. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah, that he has like uh, a power plant on his back. He's got a power plant on his back. He's kind of got something similar to an Omega on his face. So it's it's not that it's bad, but it's like sometimes things, whatever's in the shadow, like it's never going to live up to your expectations. Maybe when you we should see be a uh, black mass's couch to avoid being sued. I, I've, certain, I've certainly thought of that. Yeah, I bet absolutely. these guys will care a lot less. Yeah, nobody. Well, but then again, you know, Warner Brothers, Brothers doesn't care. Well, you can't. Mm. You can't own the term dark side. We just have to be very careful about how we spell it and how we how we put it forward. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so then uh, Captain Victory's story ends. He's like, and, look at my pink pants. And he's, uh, we see like he's that he's got leggings. He does have like purple metallic leggings or like a, a burgundy leggings. Mm. And that's part of the Galactic Rangers uh, outfit. The Galactic Uniform. Rangers are alien as fuck. So, well, these aren't, no. So what's going on here? is this is like the cargo bay where they collect weird species, like the last of their species, and they let them all live on the ship. They're allowed to be there, but they're kind of just like locked away. They're just these losers that are in the brig uh, that are, you know, they're free. They're not prisoners, but they're just space weirdos that they've collected, and Captain Victory has decided to give them a little story time. Well, they listen to Captain Victory's story, and they call it the Legend of the Ultimates, and the Ultimates yes. are the so-called gods. Yes, yes. That is, uh, I believe that is actually referenced in the New Gods as well, in the Fourth World. They, they, they use the phrase the Ultimates, and he's an Ultimate, which is essentially a new god. Mm. And there you go. And so, yeah, you got a nice page of a bunch of little freaky creatures, right? And a lot of fun guys. And they really enjoyed this this story. Uh, they had a great time listening to I love uh, the Michael Keaton snowman. There's it's a little... Like, <laughs> pull at my heartstrings. There's a little snowman man down in the corner. Uh, there's this egghead guy who was one of the, uh, the weirdos that they kept in the brig. But uh, he got promoted, and they actually he, he insisted so hard that he should be a ranger that he got made an official ranger by Captain Victory. And he's made made out of a Kirby style. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't know. Where you like you ride on the horses and it spins around. Oh, like a carousel. Carousel. Yeah, Thank it's you. basically yeah. an Eggman on a carousel. Yeah, <laughs> a Kirby cool carousel. Design. A Kirby cell. Cool design. You can see that on the YouTube. So so much of this is going to translate far better if you see some of these panels. Mm -hmm. and if you just listen to it, like it's tough to no. 
Did we just do I, again? A, it's just a very confusing comic book. A it's not our fault. job of explaining it. I understood everything in this book. I understood nothing, but I loved it more than both of you. I got it. No, no, no. And so uh, that pretty much you ends. loved it more than me. I'm just you fucking don't with know. you. I'm just giving you shit. I liked it a lot. I'm just stealing something out from under you. I like it I saw, even more. <laughs> I saw a fellow man claim something, and I said, I got to take that back. That's, well, that's very base, so like, yeah, I can't argue with you that. You got to respect that. So, yeah, Captain Victory and Egghead go away to uh, take care of some business. And, you know, we see that the rest of the brig is taunting him because uh, they, they, they think he's made himself his teacher's pet, as it were. And, and that's how that story and ends. And they're blowing on their space trumpets at him. They have, space, they have space trumpets for noses, and they make hilarious yes. sounds. It's great. Lots. Of, I really like the artwork on that. I liked all the creature designs. I don't think it's the best thing he ever did, but it's pretty cool. And the more I think about the New Gods connection, the more I like it. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to your list. Yep, that's coming out mm-hmm. very, very soon, I promise. I'll give then, you a year. I'll give you one year to come up with it. Oh, yeah, you will definitely have forgotten by then, so that's great. No, yeah, no. Sure. Oh, no. Give me, I'm going to write it down in my hand. <laughs> Which you do not wash because it's I your jerk-off hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep, it, I, keep it pure. I, I, I keep that shit spiny. Yeah. Then we got a backup story called An Eye for an Eye, yep. A-Y-E, uh, written uh, by Bruce Jones, art by Kent Williams. I think those are how the credits break down, but it's Bruce Jones and Kent Williams. Pretty much. This is different. This is a pirate story, and it's done in a very romantic art style. It's not hyper-stylized like Kirby. It's it's like that sort of... Uh, sketchy. Uh, sketchy. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Textoros from Marvel in the 90s, who did all those Wolverine and Ghost Rider comics. It looks like yeah. his art style. Nobody uh, knows yeah. what we're talking about, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nerd, nerd shit. So it looks a little more realistic. It's that the romantic style. And we open up with this dude uh, who has been through an ordeal and he's waking up inside of a tavern, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the guy above him is about to pee on him, which Shay would like. <laughs> which Shay would be into. She got very excited about this for a second. And I'm going to be into something it. I understand. And I'm going to be into it because I'm going to collect that pee to make yeah. a philosopher's stone. See, this is something the two of you can really bond over. This is a nice project for the two of you. Shay, huh? You want to make a philosopher's stone? We can live forever. We can live forever. Mm. Shay just doesn't want to give up her pee. Do you not want to live forever? I don't want to smell boiling pee. Well, that's part of it. You have to earn it. Do you want to live forever, Shay? I get the feeling you don't. Not really. Yeah, you want to wrap it up. if you're young and strong and smart forever? But everybody I love won't be. You will grow out of that. Yeah, your, your brain will evolve to the point where you won't give a shit. Uh, uh, Shay. Actually, I will say, I will say the thing that has, the thing that really rattled me the most about the Live Forever concept is a, a Rachel Ghoul comic I read where he couldn't like remember things that happened to him. He couldn't remember the names of people that he had encountered. And I thought, oh, that's, that's kind of terrifying. Why? Because it just, you, you don't, ret- I don't rem- remember things that happened a couple years ago. Who cares? Shay, you'll find new people to love. You will find new sexy people. Okay. There will be better people down the road. Don't you worry. Oh, they're just going to get better and better. They're going to look great in their their 90s. Right. People are going to look look even better because you're just not going to tell them about the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, don't let them know about the Philosopher's Stone. Am I going to smell like pee? No, yeah. Bro. But everyone's going to smell like pee. That's what everyone's going to be into. That's what everyone's going to be into, so you're ahead of the curve. I'm unsure of... I haven't finished the book. Like, do you wear the stone? No, you eat it. You eat the pee? Yeah. I'm out. Pee. Well, it's not pee anymore. It's transmuted. Yes. 
but Shay, when you get in, in a few decades, like you're going to be able to like buy a car with pee. That's you know, your food go. is made is made by poor. You know, it's like fertilizer and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like food is shit. Everything, yeah. everything is shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like get over it. You want to live forever or not? Uh, uh, I do. Mike's high school emo moment. Everything is literally shit. I mean, literally it is, and I'm okay with it. Then he turns up some coal chamber. Oh. (laughs) Dude, you think so low of me. I I pull whatever I could out that I knew would offend the most. I don't even know a coal chamber song. Bro. But I know it's something you wouldn't like. No. (laughs) I don't know who that is. They're a fucking metal band from the aughts. Yeah, yeah. Ah, awesome. All right. Well, that set the stage well for this. So this this dude, uh, yeah, this dude's uh, standing over this other dude who's been through an ordeal. And the guy says, hey, my name's Capstan. What the hell happened to you? He's like, hey, you want to check out my philosopher's stone? And it pisses in his face. (laughs) We are. I do think we're talking a lot about pee nowadays, a lot more than we used to. Because that's the secret. God wants us in that show. direction so that we we could make a philosopher's stone to be his we're, peer. We're getting closer and closer to his light. His yep, golden shower. Gold, God's golden, golden shower light. of knowledge. Yeah, so so make... instead of a seer stone, it's a peer stone. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's, a good time. Hey, they, that's how you make phosphorus. That's where phosphorus comes from. Silent P in phosphorus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jay, weren't you just telling me you wanted more phosphorus? No. Yeah. I yeah. could have sworn you said you needed some more. I don't no. want to live forever. Everyone I love will die. You know, with that attitude, you're you being a Courtney. To live forever. You're being a you're being a Courtney from the Barbie comic. Yeah, you're a Courtney. I don't know. I could I could never live forever. <laughs> no, I because never, Courtney, Courtney I could never eat my pizza. Courtney would be pissed that other people were still doing it. Courtney would love to be immortal because then she will never miss a Thanksgiving again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got to go back to our Barbie episode to understand any of that, but it's worth it. Our least popular episode. Barbie. I don't think that's true at all. I mean, that was such a banger. What the fuck? I don't know. People, people have terrible taste, except for the people listening right now. You I think YouTube's taste. lying to us about our numbers because I think they do that to avoid paying people more. Because <laughs> like, they pay you based off of that from advertising. That's why right. they, they they find new reasons to demonetize people, even if you don't even if you don't break well, any of the rules. They if, just do it so they keep the money. Well, and everybody uses a goddamn ad blocker. So if you make content on YouTube, even if a lot of people are seeing it, you ain't getting any money. Thanks That's a lot of people with ad blockers. Yeah, thanks a fucking hell of a lot. Ad blocker, so, incognito mode, VPN. I fucking hate people on the internet. So I'm not like I'm not going to uh, financially support any of the content creators I like, and I'm not willing to watch an ad. But I do want infinite content all the time, and it better be streaming in 4K. Don't you use an ad blocker? I only use ad blockers on certain like very extreme circumstances, but I do not use it on YouTube. What no. do you use your VPN with? I don't usually use a VPN unless I'm trying to like watch something on Netflix that isn't available in America. You know, it's funny. Like we, we talk about like, like uh, that shit fucks up view counts and whatnot and advertising, but like VPNs are like the number one ads you see for like YouTube channels yeah. and yeah. like podcasts and shit. Oh, I'll tell you, this is something fun. I signed up for, uh, I, I got ExpressVPN like a year ago. I needed it for something I wanted to watch. Probably Better Call Saul on Netflix because it wasn't available in America. Fucking American licensing rights. And I got it. And uh, what I didn't realize until I was starting to do my taxes is that they've been charging me every month since then. 
because you have to opt out of auto renewal when you yeah. sign up for the trial and they bury it and they hide it. And then when you do go to cancel it, you can't just cancel it from the website. You have to chat with them and tell them that you want to cancel it. It's fucked Why up. were you paying for a VPN? There's free ones. There are free ones, but they usually have caps. They, they have data caps or they have other circumstances that, that make it so they're not... Uh, they're not feasible to watch an episode every week that's being you know released every week. Lately, I've been using uh, Proton Mail's VPN. And it's pretty good. It's free. Yeah, I probably saw. I, I like I said, I know there are a bunch of free ones, and if there's just like one movie on Netflix I want to watch, then yeah, that's fine. But uh, so fuck ExpressVPN is basically the, the long <laughs> and short of that. Is fuck ExpressVPN. Anyway, unless they become a sponsor. Oh yeah, no. of course. No, after what you just told me, James, I I'll veto that sponsor. No, we're I, not I, doing that. They're third criminals like that, and they rip people off. Yeah, I don't want no, their I, money. I I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not saying I, I I actually would. No, we have to sell freemium games that get people addicted and claim that it's free, and then we we uh, offer them free uh, battle armor upgrades. Yeah, raid shadow legends. Let's get yeah, that fuck money. Fuck that shit. I thought we were gonna get Sibian. I tried. Man, I tried. I made. I made the call. and Christian Love Toys. Yeah, Christian, Christian Love, Love Toys. Toys. Those are the people I want. And I, and I want dude wipes. I'm looking at dude wipes. Do you know I? I got told though because I was just like, we're not. We, we don't get any ads or nothing. They're like, you know, you're supposed to hit them up. You hit them up, but you have to also then show them that you're getting X amount of hits, and we well, are not hitting those. Because why Why would they want to give you money if nobody's hearing your, your content? Well, we'll lie. We'll just tell them we're doing really well. Yeah, he didn't say, well, why? He said, oh, we'll lie. Yeah, we'll lie. lie. We'll just or lie. You can, you, can, you can spearhead the lying initiative. Can I? I will. I mean, I assume they then verify that. I assume they then they, they run some algorithm by YouTube or something to You know what? If I hit up enough people... Eventually, there's going to be one that doesn't look. Sure. If you want to hit up enough people. I will say one thing that I do th find is kind of fun is like certain of these companies that advertise on a thousand podcasts. Like there's uh, periodically there's a company that like, you know, whatever, Lisa Mattress or whatever. And they advertise on every podcast. And there's no way they can listen to every podcast. And the podcasters know that. So they get the contract and then they're, they do the, the live read. But they shit on the product, kind of. Like, I've, yeah. I, there are definitely pockets I've listened to where they, they will shit on the product because they know that nobody's going to, nobody from Lisa Mattress or whatever is actually going to listen. They can't. There's a thousand other podcasts that they're advertising on. And so that, that usually ends up blowing up eventually. But still, they made a, a little bit of Skrilla in the meantime. A little bit of Skrilla. A little bit of that Skrilla. So, anyway, so this dude, Capstan, he starts comforting this dude, uh, this this other guy, this pirate guy. This rapist. He, this ra well, yeah, and he says, like, so he says, you know, yeah. like, so wait, it's, it seems to me like you're a pirate, that you, you came over uh, on uh, Black Varley's Galleon. And he goes, yeah, I was a pirate, but not by choice. Yeah, but then he then he tells a story about why he's choosing to be a pirate. Then he No, no, a, no, why he's choosing to be a rapist. Yes, then he, he does commit That's some, part of being a pirate. Let's just, let's say yeah. sexual assault, maybe? No, we're going to say a rapist all right, all right. Yeah, yeah yeah it's not buddies. subtle <laughs> it's pretty bad it's pretty bad so they were sailing we're gonna get to that they were sailing on their pirate ship and uh they're doing fine everything's looking great and they decide hey here's a town let's go raise it let's go just completely demolish this town and take everything from them mm -hmm. and they time. do and they, and they do. take yeah and they take everything. So uh, he he finds. We got himself... nipples in this comic, people. We did get a little little we nipple. Got some, alert. Yep, we got let's... some nips. Yeah. I love, those, I love those comics. Just like let's draw in a really graphic rape scene. It is a very well, graphic rape rape scene. So it, let's let's as we celebrate nipples in here. It's not sexy, 
It's oh, a yeah. rape scene. You'll put it. We'll put it on the YouTube. <laughs> it is a rape scene. I mean, this is a time when uh, these sort of third-party comic companies were trying to do mature things, and you know, you can agree that that's you know mature. not necessarily mature, but but that's that was them trying to create content that was explicitly not for kids to show it, that comics were grown up. This is back in the eighties and nineties when anime was called Japanimation, and it was yeah. hyper-violent, fucked yeah. up. So, yeah. This guy's like, yeah, you know, I was a victim too. I all, all I wanted to do was pillage this town and and assault this woman. Yeah, like poor yeah. me. Yeah, poor he me. He explicitly says he drowns himself in quote her dark hysterical eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's it's incredibly sad. He's like, it I didn't bad. do this. I didn't become a pirate on purpose, but but while I, I was became here, a rapist on purpose. He's like, none of us were students of chivalry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's honest. Like they're not. At least what they're not trying to do is they're not trying to portray pirates as some adventure-seeking nice guys. They like they were monsters. Yeah, they weren't all Jack Sparrows. No, these were terrible people. So yeah, you know, give some credit for that. He's a good guy in those movies, right? I don't know. I never watched. But he's he's lovable. I know people love him. So he well, probably he people probably love didn't rape anybody. Too. Yeah, I know, but Aerosmith never raped anybody while recording recording the album. Let me finish the sentence. (laughs) Jesus Christ, you guys. If you weren't so eager to jump down the throat, maybe you'd hear the end of something. Not on an album. (laughs) 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 All right, you got the big laugh of the show. There we go. Get the big one. You got the big laugh of the episode. So, so, uh, so one day our uh, hero wakes up (laughs) (laughs) and he says, he says, so the the captain, Captain Varley, he rounded up everybody and uh, he basically killed everybody except for this one dude he hasn't murdered yet. This guy, Rupert's, poor Rupert's. You know, you think to yourself, like, when he's telling this story, why would he leave in the part about what a monster he is? And then, but at the end of the story, we find out why. Uh, do we find out yes, why he left the part? Okay, all right. So uh, he begs Captain Varley not to kill him. He says, like, I know this place at Falcon Island, a good place over there. You can find lots of riches, crazy riches, more riches than you'd ever seen. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You you don't kill me, I'll show you where that is. And uh, the whole crew says, well, that's clearly bullshit. Yeah, but he's uh, like, yeah, but I want to go see the riches. Yeah, it's like I mean, the Philosopher's Stone, clearly bullshit, but what if well, it's not? And also, I mean, Falcon Island, it's got to be pretty badass. You want to see right. Falcon Island, see what's going on there. Go see some Falcons, guys. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they couldn't call it that if there weren't a couple Falcons. He's like, shit. This is going to be great. So uh, they, they're, they're set in sail, but the crew is very nervous, and, and they think that Rupert's might actually be the devil. Yeah, these guys, these are the horrible monsters who like <laughs> murdered and raped a town. think yeah. this guy's who told a story is the devil. Yeah. Well, uh, this is the weirdest chapter of One Piece I've read. <laughs> well, in, in in fairness, these guys think he may be the devil because they saw him with two thousand dollars. Oh yeah, they thought, like, yeah, yeah. might be. I love they only like, asked for one. Like he's like he's like this guy's probably evil. What makes you think so? And he's like hunched over, going. <laughs> he is hunched yeah. over behind Captain Varley, uh, wrapping his fingers around each other. Like, I don't hands. know about you guys, but that's suspicious as shit. So, I don't think uh, there's any falcons on this island at all. <laughs> don't don't you dare say that. So they start. Uh, they so they notice a lighthouse in the distance, and yep. they're trying to make their way to the lighthouse. But then sailing for hours, it doesn't seem like they're getting any closer. Lights not getting any brighter or any closer. 
so they're concerned about that. And they say, no, 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 bro, just just keep going. Just, yeah, just, just keep, keep going. going. Just keep going. It's fine. It's fine. And then, of course, it's a sea serpent. Yeah, it's a, a one-eyed sea serpent. Sea serpent. <laughs> you get a it? A one-eyed sea serpent. You guys get that, what the, the writer or the artist are doing here? Yeah. They were destroyed by their own penises. You see, Shay? Mm-hmm. And then he pees out of his eye. That's they, called bottle a metaphor and it's, symbolism. It's a very uh, high-end irony, intellectual, and poetic justice, literal thing. And adverb. And adverb. <laughs> so the sea serpent destroys the pirate ship. Yep. Except for Rupert's. Yep. Except for Rupert's. Poor Rupert's. And he went on to be Rupert Murdoch and form, yep, and this form guy, the Fox uh, Broadcasting Channel. But the, this story he tells to the guy is like uh, he picks the wrong message from that. And he thinks to himself, you mean there's a whole island of women I can rape? <laughs> is that what he is that what the guy takes away? Is that what Capstan takes away here? No, he's like, oh, there's a, but there is a treasure, though. <laughs> that sea serpent's fucked up, but there's actually a treasure. He's like, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't really get that far. Well, there's there's rumors then uh, there's something called Devil's Familiars. And the idea of the Devil's Familiar is that the Devil will make a deal with various humans to lead the humans uh, into doom. And in exchange for the Devil getting the souls, uh, the Devil will make sure that the man uh, gets the riches from the ship. Well, it's not the Devil. It's like they're called the Devil's Familiars, but like you just talk about the sea creatures. I thought the sea creature was supposed to be a representation of Satan and his awesome oh, power. No, I thought the, uh, no, the representation of penises. Wait, so does Satan have a penis or Satan the penis? Satan is the ultimate penis. <laughs> yeah, right? He's the penis, bro. He's a big, red, veiny penis with wings on the side. Uh-huh, just like in Legend, starring <laughs> Tom Cruise, the greatest <laughs> American actor. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so uh, a dude keeps ranting and raving, and, and Capstan gives him a little something to, to rest, but uh, what he gave him actually has a bunch of hemlock in it. Mm-hmm. Rum mixed with hemlock, so he dies. Because mm-hmm. he wants to go alert people on shore that, hey, uh, there's some weird shit going on. Uh, n- none of the stuff that I did, though. Don't, don't bother looking into that. But these other guys are doing some weird stuff with the devils. Mm-hmm. So then uh, uh, Capstan... He, uh, after murdering this pirate guy, he walks out of the quote-unquote tavern that they're in. It turns out they were just on a pirate ship. They were on a different pirate ship. Yep. And uh, and uh, the, the the devil's assistant is on the ship. Yep. He's on the ship. And uh, so he tells, so Capstan says, uh, you know, I need to, I was in Rupert's body. He was my host, but I need to get into another bar- body because uh, otherwise people are going to know. People are going to start to put two. But but these people are idiots. They're not going to yeah. put two and two together. It's like, it doesn't yeah. matter. But he's got a devil tail, and you can see it. He's got a devil tail. He's got a great crazed look. Yep, right? my look. That's what he, I look like. It's like the bassist from television. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's uh, going to set sail, and he's going to lead another pirate ship, another greedy pirate ship, uh, into the giant sea penis. You know what he looks like? He looks like that serial killer, the Night Stalker. Oh, Richard Ramirez. Richard yeah, Ramirez. Like Richard yeah. Ramirez. Oh, I see boy. it. Yeah, that guy was a creep. Aren't people like? Isn't it like women are like into him? I'm they were until a the lot deta- of women. The details of exactly what he did is a bit no, of a turn off. Even then, one of the yeah. fucking people that were on the jury that convicted him, like yeah, fell I, in love with him, brought her parents, a- brought her parents to meet him. That yeah. guy's got some swag. 
Yeah, he's he's dripping all over the place. He's Very dripping all over the drip. place too because he also masturbated habitually at everyone and everything all the time. Oh, like yeah, I, guess, I guess I guess women like that. No. <laughs> they do like just... Well, you just told me that uh, a bunch of women liked him regardless of his crimes and got to meet mom and dad. Did he jack off at them too? That's what I would do. Uh, probably. You know what that really says though is that no matter how much of a loser you are, you should still be able to get laid. Yep. Wow. If, yep. if Richard Ramirez, if a murderer could put mm -hmm. it together, the, the masturbating murderer, mm -hmm. uh, you, you should be able to I'm going to rephrase what James said mm -hmm. and say, you know, really what this shows you is confidence is key. Yeah, confidence Doesn't matter who yeah, you are. That's true. That's doesn't true. matter what you look like, what that's you do. the point I'm making. Confidence well, it does, it is does key. Matter what, it does matter what you do, but you if it's your goal. You can show the ladies that you're a bit of a boss. Yeah, if your goal is just to get a date. Really, it is. You know what it is? It's ambition. Yeah, you got to be shooting for the stars. Yeah, and he did. He did yep. all right. He shoot, shot for the stars. Like We're talking about him. I'm still talking about him. That wraps up the comic book. Yep, thank God. Um, I do want to make a quick note here. Uh, I did see a video from comic book historians. Shout out to those guys on YouTube. They rounded boop, up boop. a lot of suspicious similarities between Kirby's space mega saga with these three uh, big or five, if you want to consider it, uh, five sagas, and Star Wars, some of which I didn't know about. I've mentioned before some of the, the George Lucas uh, fourth world things that were very conspicuous, but there are a couple I didn't even know about. Like, for instance, George Lucas co-owned a comic book shop in the mid-70s between the time The New Gods was published and Star Wars was written. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying really? I'm saying. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, Darkseid, uh, it's called Darkseid. He's called Darkseid. He's on a planet called Apocalypse that looks a hell of a lot like the Death Star. Yeah. Uh, the son of the villain is the hero, and we don't yep. know at first that that's the case. Like, there's there's a lot. There's a whole, even like, I guess like the first time you see Chewbacca is even uh, reminiscent of a moment in Forever People. Like, there's a lot of, it's it's a pretty crazy rabbit hole to go down. But yeah, comic book historians have a good article and video of that on YouTube. Maybe we'll, we'll link it somewhere or something. Hey, but, we got uh, the Mandalorian yeah. out of it. Calm down. Everybody loves yeah, that show. All that, with, all that matters. What's his name? Pascal. Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Pedro, everyone loves that guy. The the greatest Maxwell Maxwell Lord portrayer ever. Oh god! Fantastic job. I never finished that movie. I'm sure maybe maybe it turned around after yeah. the first fifteen minutes. No. After the first fifteen minutes. That was it for me. I was good. You definitely watch more of that because you criticize the end scene. I think maybe I skipped ahead. Yeah, you probably skipped ahead. I mean, I I screamed about the end scene a lot. Are you sure that wasn't just me? It was a it was a letdown. I know it Wonder Woman. Speaking of rapists, I know Wonder Woman raped a guy in that movie. She yep. did rape a man in that movie. She it did. Was super weird. Super weird. And then then afterwards, uh, he was into it. He was like, oh, <laughs> like yeah, that's fine, I guess. Uh, what do we think of this? Uh, I like the first story. I like yeah. the idea of all that stuff. The second story, not so much. Shay. I liked the second story more than the first story. Did oh, you Shay, really? Apologist. Uh, I didn't apologize for anything. Problematic. Well, you're like this guy looked like Richard Ramirez. You see, I didn't like. No, I don't think this guy looks like Richard Ramirez. Yeah, he looks like he smells. I'm my favorite part of the first story is how uh, a, a flame motivated that that uh yeah, that entire civilization yeah into being the best that can be yeah into living in a true society we live in a society yep we live in a society of technological advancement mm -hmm. all because of his motivation <laughs> i look i know this isn't it's not kirby's best work i know um, i liked it i thought it was the, great it, it i did enjoy it tremendously um his 
his pencils are starting to fail a little because he's getting old, he's getting sick and everything, but I just, I can't help but love it anytime he gets to do his own thing. Um, I really like the concept of how it all ties together. I had a lot of fun with that, the themes of uh, rebirth and, and recreation and everything with the clones and I, I don't know. Motivation. I, I, and and picking yourself up from your own space bootstraps. Yep. Um, I, I know you know how you could do that? Because there's no gravity in space. I, I know it's not his best, but I just can't not love it. So I got to give it, just on principle, five out of five copyright lawsuit dodges. Ooh. Whoa. I that one. Very agile. Very deft. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Well... Puts a button on that. I think mm-hmm. we should talk about it next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What should we? What should we wish for this time and see if it comes so, true? All right. Yeah. We've got the wheel here. We're going to decide what we're going to look at next time. The wheel has currently thirty-five things on it. Probably a couple other things we have. Uh, I added some more to it. Jesus Christ. Uh, on there. <laughs> let's see. We've got uh, Hawkman issue seven for some reason. We've got something called Phase One Phasers that's been there forever. I don't oh, know that's what, that what I want. I want Phase One Phasers. Phase One's Phasers. Funny Man. We still haven't figured out what the hell that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, an I Dream of Genie comic book. I'm really hoping doesn't happen. Metamorpho, Visionaries, all kinds of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great no matter Someone what. Something called Whisper Seven. One of yours. You put out that Whisper issue seven. I think it is. I think the characters go Whisper, but um, more Tech right. World. <laughs> We did, after we read the first Tech World issue, we were like, well, we'll probably revisit it at some point. It's about time. So it's probably going to be one of those. Uh, as always. Sci- the Psy Force. Psy <laughs> Force. Uh, as always, we got to listen to a little spinning music. Let's see what we got. Oh, my. Keith Sweat, Merry-Go-Round. Dang, James, you're just deep cutting this. Those, that is, you, is it because, like, I always thought, like, we're going to run out of these songs sooner or later, but it's like, nope. humans are really fascinated with their invention of the wheel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this song goes on for about six minutes, oh, so right. we're going to listen to the entire thing. <laughs> some good let's old not. 90s. Let's just, let's just like spin the wheel. Some of that stanky 90s R&B, you don't like that? No, not really. From a man nice. named Keith Sweat. I, I, I was more into Cold Chamber at the time. <laughs> I think they probably did a couple things together, I'm sure. All right, let's spin the wheel. Let's see what we're looking at next time. Holding my breath again. Oh! Oh! Okay. All right. okay. All right. This is something different. Punisher War Journal, issue 19. Let's see what that. I Let, just put that on, too, and I already forgot it. I don't think you just put it on. I haven't updated this in a long time. It's from Punisher 19... 19- Vincent- Punisher rents a jet ski. <laughs> it's, ish, it's from 1990. Let's take, a, let's take a look at this cover at least. Down for it so far. So, <laughs> You've just oh rented god. a jet ski to the... Oh my god, sorry. It literally right. says on the cover. Yeah. You've just rented a jet ski to the Punisher. <laughs> Kiss that baby goodbye. I like that they specify that it's a rental. Yeah. It's not that he got it. It's that he rented oh. it. God. But it's a Jim Lee cover. All right. Is it a Jim Lee cover? It looks certainly looks like. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. Well, this would be in the last couple of years before he couldn't deal with Marvel's bullshit anymore and went over to Image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and made a bunch of atrocities. He wanted Punisher to have two jet skis, and Marvel said no. <laughs> One for each leg. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to start my own company. I got to cover up the, the feet somehow. Rob said so. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, his other foot is hidden behind some water. 
Yeah, this uh, this will be fun. He's still got a giant gun, of course. He's not going to uh-huh. not have a gun. Yeah. Uh, he's still wearing his Punisher outfit, even though he's kind of summarized it. He like yeah, he took the yeah. he took the sleeves off and everything, let it breathe a little bit. It's Maybe. not as summarized as in that fucking comic book we read the the cheesecake one, where it's he's just in a fucking speedo. Yeah, I love that one. Oh, that was yeah. sexy. Our buddy, uh, I think Chris Cooper was the editor on that, decided to make it. That wasn't the issue we looked at, but one of the Marvel swimsuit issues, uh, Chris Cooper decided to make it the gayest thing he could possibly make it. And so it's mm-hmm. just nothing but banana hammocks on on superheroes the entire time. And it's great. Which so is all We're big Chris Cooper fans here. Thumbs yeah, up are. to Chris Cooper. Mm-hmm. Good dude. Good dude. He got attacked by that lady. He got attacked by that lady because he was trying to give her dog a treat while he was bird watching. Yeah. And she thought he was a threat. <laughs> Fucking dumb white women. I know, right? I don't think that's quite how it went down. That but... is, I actually. No, no, no. He told her to to leash the dog. Did he tell her to leash the dog? He had treats on him, and he offered yes. a treat to. He has, the yeah, lady. he has, he has treats on them to like calm that down in case the dog attacks him and everything like that. But I think it ultimately came. It started with him saying, "Leash your dog. You're supposed to." How often is this man getting attacked that he brings dog treats to prevent this attacks? Is clearly, a serious problem. He's this a birder. Is... This is was still like you would. He's a falconer. Maybe that's he would a common excited thing, yeah. about that island. Yeah, he was very excited to go to Falcon Island, and then Whoa. fuck. Er, oh, it's here. Sea serpents perk up. Whoa. Oh, it's over here. Is sea serpents. Falcon Island. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. I had a good time. Uh, let's wrap it up. Shay, you got some plugs for us? Sure. Uh, listen to some other podcasts that might make some more sense, or at least maybe the comics make some more sense. Uh, I listen on Stitcher Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, mm-hmm. any other podcast app that you can think of. Mm-hmm. If I'm not listening it right now, just pretend I am so that we're yeah. still friends. Make up your own. Uh, yeah, make your own app. We'll we'll fucking get on there. We'll yes. send you our RSS sure, link. Sure. Uh, you can also listen on DarkSidesCouch.com using RSS. Turns like it turns out Shay's the pirate. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you can Stay also away follow us. Women, Shay. Yeah, right. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Darkside's Couch. Yes. yes. All right. That's it. That's it. All right. That's it. Anybody got any final closing thoughts? And then we're gonna leave, and I'm gonna go stare at Punisher's swimsuit crotch bulge. I am going to give all fifty of my clones the Philosopher's Stone. Shay. I uh, pee. You know what? I'm going to need the clones first because it'll be f- I can collect pee faster <laughs> to make my stone. That's that for now, Cushion Crusaders. We'll talk to you next time on the couch. The Pirate Movie. Pirates? You mean like walking the plank, buried treasure, hack, slash off with his head, and the Jolly Richard and everything? We don't whitewash it either. The pirates are really rapey.